Quest Gaming Podcast presents Skyrim Off the Record. Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Today is Teradas, Sun's Dawn the 20th. Uh, you're 42 days away from the launch of Elder Scrolls Online, and you are listening to the 100th episode celebration of the Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Our show is sponsored in part by tweakedaudio.com. Quality headphones, 30% off. Well, you need our code off the record at tweakedaudio.com. And of course, by Audible as well. Download your free book today at audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and our show is also brought to you by such fans as Tomas well thanks for your generous generous donation and salam Tomas I am your host and fellow Tamrielic traveler Ivarwin and as you can see we've got uh, quite a quite a huge show for you today um, we are we are stacked with our, our big, beautiful, brand new layout here to commemorate 100 episodes. Um, I'm not alone. I am joined by the one and only Fred of Swotor Reforged, also known as Sith Lord Korv. Yay, I'm more important than the people that are normally here. <laughs> well, you're our guest, sir. And, of course, by Liz, Mistress LeBeau of Rift Off the Record. I'm back, yo! Woo! Woohoo! And Lou, the Loremaster, here at Quest Gaming Network. Hello, everyone. Marwin, Fred, Liz, chat room, what's going on? Then there's Dave. That, that's all I get. <laughs> then there's Dave. Then there's Dave. Has <laughs> <laughs> anyone else noticed that the new layout kind of looks like a if Elder Scrolls merged with the Brady Bunch? Here's mm. a story of off or, the record. No. Anyone knows? <laughs> Well, Moreau, Hollywood Squares. Because Shank would have to be in the middle. He has to be Alice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> David Deenforce Adams is is here today, and he's uh, in full force. 
full Dean Force. Full Dean Force. And of course, the, the non compromising Shank Tank. What's up, internets? And uh, everyone else out there, uh, we're basically ballers. Uh, that's, what's one, that's what 100 means, man. <laughs> that's what it means, I guess. Um, but we're not alone. We've got you, our wonderful chat room. Uh, those of you out there who, who've supported us by downloading, by listening, by giving us donations, by giving us five-star reviews on iTunes and tweeting at us and retweeting us and emailing us all your support. Thank you very much for those of you out there. Thank you very much for showing up live on this this huge, huge, huge event for us here at Quest Gaming Network and, and at Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Thank you very much, everyone in our chat room. You guys are awesome. Um, we, we've got an awesome show for you planned out today. Uh, first, what we're going to do is we're going to cover the video for Blacksmithing and Tamriel that released last week. And uh, as well as get into the uh, the Elder Scroll, where Lou will be talking about more mythical weapons in Tamriel. Uh, we've got your dev question of the week for two weeks, actually. We were unable to cover it last week. Uh, this week in Tamrielic Holidays, our host mod challenge of the week, Lou is going to report on craftable automaton companions. And then we're going to introduce a brand new mod for everyone here, not just those on on uh, on the uh, the show today, and of course your emails, your tweets. Um, but uh, of course we've got uh, things that we want to quickly mention. But um, before we get into into any of that, let me just uh, everyone on the stream here raise your glass. Uh, hold up! If we're doing this, we're doing it right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Time. So, Dave, uh, ready? Ready, ready, dude. Yeah, I actually got the, the full bottle of wine. Look at you go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dave's cracking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My pants are soaked. <laughs> that's the way to do it, dude. I'm gonna uh, your pants are soaked? We, we should get you out of them, dude. <laughs> I heard people in the front room of my house screaming at the pop. <laughs> All right, let's do this right. You ready? All right, go for it, Dave. Pour that. Oh, oh look that's at that. lovely right there. Yeah. Beautiful. It's a nice rosé to, uh, to help with the, the night. I want to... I want to draw our attention. Everyone, raise a glass, and I want I want our our great friend, my my great friend, Louis the Lore Master Olan. I want you to give us a toast today. Wow, it's always here, QGN. It's been a great one hundred episodes. I look forward to doing a hundred more. And to our fans, everywhere, in the chat room, Twitch, Hitbox, YouTube, everywhere. Thanks to you, we are the success we are today. And salute. Salute. Well, thank you very much, everyone. Oh, that is terrible. Such a special occasion. <laughs> I pulled Mountain Dew all over my mask. <laughs> Need schooner beer. Need more of it. Am I the only one drinking hooch? You might I don't be. Know what that is? <laughs> you you, you might very well be. Backyard. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, memories of of 100 episodes in sound clips. Our favorite memories, classic iTunes shoutouts, the good and the bad. 
uh, your tweets. And we will also announce the winner of the Elder Scrolls Anthology 100 episodes giveaway um, towards the uh, to the end of the show. Uh, so, like I said, uh, first we want to quickly mention that today we are going to announce that winner of the ESOTR 100th episode contest brought to you by our friends at ESOLodge.com. And stay tuned at the second half of the show to hear our winner and a special surprise as well. Again, huge thanks to ESOLodge.com and Scott for uh, helping us put together and supplying a copy of the Elder Scrolls Anthology. Also, big shout out to QGN writer and co-host of Totally Heroes, Brian Armstrong. Well, he started his own brand new progressive metal podcast, and he would like to invite everyone to Progressing the Metal on Firebrand Rock Radio, which is every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. You'll hear, you'll hear Dream Theater, Nightwish, Opeth, Rush, and so much more. Visit ProgressingTheMetal.com for more information. All right, guys. Uh, I would like to sort of ask you guys what uh, what's been going on in in uh, in Elder Scrolls before we start getting into the show. What have you guys been doing in uh, in Elder Scrolls? Maybe we'll we'll start with uh, with Lou. Well, to wrap it up really quick, I'm uh, still playing the Battle Mage, mm-hmm. and in my pursuit of the Ethereum shards quest three out of the four. <clears throat> still looking for the fourth one. And speaking of that, collecting stones, uh, still also doing the Stones of Berenzaia. Oh, I have 21 <laughs> out of 24. No and way, I, dude. I can't find the last three, and I refuse to go to the wikis or anywhere else because I want to find these damn things on my own. <laughs> it's driving me nuts. Um, and I think there's an achievement uh, for unlocking mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 20 shots completely. Yeah, I'm like five words short. <laughs> So yeah, still I haven't can't. gotten all the shouts. Nope. <laughs> God. Nope. And even I, I had no dragon souls because the RNG for the game. You know, I I've been attacked by a dragon the last two gameplay sessions. Like really seriously? Ha- I'm walking. So have you gone to uh, the guy to get the original quest for the dragons? Mm-mm. I think Lou just beat Alduin. If I do no, remember I right. I, no, not yet. You can't you keep up with Lou. Them? He's got so many alts, you can't keep up with them. Yeah, really battle mage. The, it's the assassin. I have to go back and actually take <laughs> well, that. Uh... Sorry. You know, here I was thinking that you'd continue playing your character. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I have to go back and play the sin for that. The assassin for that. After 100 episodes, you don't know how Lou plays yet? Yeah, I know. I'm just starting to get the note guy. <laughs> Lou's <laughs> animatic like that. Yeah. Well, so what else, uh, what else you got going on this week, Lou? Oh, big crafting binge. Because one of the armor mods that I'm going to report on next week that I'm trying out, I actually need to get my smithing up to ebony. And my battle mage, just all the other armor mods I've been using on her, don't only require, I think, steel. So I have, I've just been going back and, and taking stuff. <laughs> like stealing ingots everywhere. Hmm, okay. And Because uh, I need to be at, I think at ebony uh, in order to craft for this one mod I'm trying out. And, uh, you know, I'll probably mention next week. So... Very good. What about you, Dave? Uh, I think I'm on my second class. Hey, look at you. <laughs> oh, no, actually, we I didn't have uh, much time in, in scrim, but so I know I really don't have much from this week, but from the beta, both Ivarwin Lou 
and, and loot. They joined me in the most epic adventure in Tamriel. We sure did. Which oh, we God, released yes. this this week after some uh, heavy editing and, to remove all of the crying uh, from Varwin. <laughs> me. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Um, we actually released some of our videos. I, I love the duet video where, where Lou and Avarwin were going around in the, the lightning bug area. Yeah. That was hilarious. Good time. And, uh, did you see the one where we, we did um, Dell's Claim and then the the uh, the Dark Anchor at the end? I happened to have been there. Come on. Well, but did no, you I actually watched the, the video, video as well. I, yeah. I loved the take watching it from another perspective after I did it uh, in my character. Right. I loved it. I that is so iconic of this game of how I've always felt with this game. It really shows the combat. Um, I know we recorded a little bit more. I don't know. Is that going to come out of our one? I uh, know we. I think what we had there was was basically what we're going to release for that. As far as okay. any other videos go, I mean, we are sitting on quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but we released a lot <laughs> over this past week from everybody <laughs> in the network. Uh, we actually have a post up on uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record dot com. Uh, wait, hang on, let me say that. I think I got it wrong. Was it? It's Elder Scrolls Off the Record dot com, right? It, Elder Scrolls Off the Record dot com. Yeah, right. On Elder Scrolls Off the Record dot com, we released all of these videos from our beta play mm-hmm. session uh, to show all the things that we did. And man, those the we saw an outdoor dungeon in that one video. We actually went into a public dungeon, Dell's Claim. And we even uh, took on a rift. I'm kidding. It's not a rift. It's a dark anchor. <laughs> you got me all excited there. I was like, you did? It's totally a rift. Oh, my God. It's a rift. Don't kid yourself. It's a rift. And it plays. It, it's so much fun. I love the, the dark anchor encounter, how it just it grades up in difficulty. Yeah. The, I love that we could, with the right strategy, the right amount of effort, you can take on those bosses and just tear them up. But at other times, if you're not just on the ball, man, it is pure chaos. Oh yeah. Without <laughs> a doubt. That. And, and you, you definitely saw that when, um, we were oh, yeah, the spider bosses. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so what else, Dave, you got anything else? Um, no, I was just wanted to tell mm. all of the amazing work that we put out this week. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty amazing. We've got it all on one one article right now that lists all of our videos at uh, elderscrollsofftherecord.com. But uh, if you are so inclined, you can head over to youtube.com slash network and catch it all there as well. Uh, Shank, what about you, fine sir? So I admittedly did not get too much time in uh, Tamriel this week of any form. Uh, you can blame the extensive Titanfall beta for that. But... The 10 minutes I did spend in-game, I did what you would expect from Shank, which is tweak the ENB files. Which is nothing. Uh, which, is, which is nothing, <laughs> which, which is, is nothing. also something you would expect from Shank. Indeed. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so for the three of you that understand what I'm about to say, I basically messed with the image-based lighting values and ambient inclusion, made them a lot more precise, especially in the shadows, because I got really pissed off that like, there was just not enough detail in the shadows. Um, also messed with the time of day values and uh, messed with the uh, coloration and the in- intensity of the god rays at sunset. Yay, graphics. Uh, keep it short and sweet. That's pretty much all I did. Great. Um, now, now to our guests, uh, 
you know, and we'll go with uh, we'll go with Fred, and then and then over to Liz. I mean, was there was there anything that that you had done in in Elder Scrolls this week? Yes, I've actually been listening to the first ten episodes of this podcast again because I started a new playthrough on Skyrim. Oh, and I made one of the crappiest characters I've ever had the displeasure of playing. <laughs> what, the, what what was this character all about? A magic user. But it wasn't enough just to make a mage to make the game harder. No, instead I decided to crank my difficulty up to master. Oof. And let me tell you, when you're a mage, wearing that cloth robe you find when you're trying to get out of Helgen, mm. <laughs> one arrow kills you. Yeah. When it's on master setting. It's but horrible. I can I can only imagine. Now, Maury, uh, one of the uh, community managers here at, at QGN, he, he usually streams uh, legendary difficulty, and it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. Now, if, if one if one uh, arrow can kill you in master difficulty, I can only imagine legendary difficulty if they so long as just breathe on you the wrong way. <laughs> well, it got ridiculous. I was wearing the robe, and I actually equipped a shield so I could block some of those arrows when I was trying to get through. Right. And then I just stood back and let Rayloff beat the crap out of everybody else. But uh, go for it. And knock yourself out, buddy. And then you go, oh, I'm on your side. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, anything else? Well, I did put a little mod out there. You did, actually. And um, when during Classic Elder Scrolls Night, I, I had the chance to, to jump into some Skyrim. Uh, it was Classic Elder Scrolls Night uh, Part 5, or, or the fifth episode, rather. And we showcased Fred's Fred's mod quite a bit in there. He's got a whole new event that's going on in there now. Now, what his mod is, it's, uh, it's called QGN Hosts in Skyrim and it's by uh Vimerse, and you can get that on the the um Skyrim workshop on Steam. Uh it's spelled V E M E R C E. And uh this was a mod that Fred had put out, you know, what was it, like a year and a half ago? Yeah, it it actually was announced on like episode thirty something of this wow. podcast. So it's been out for a while, and essentially what it was supposed to do was just put in the hosts of the show into into the game as companions. And uh, that, that still exists, but it's been updated. And on top of it, Fred likes to put in these little these little world events where um, you go in there and you, you stumble upon something and it turns into this, this giant event where uh, you get uh, a, a huge in-game challenge to overcome, and then on top of it, you get some pretty nice rewards, and it's always, it's always funny. And if you if you check out you know Classic Elder Scrolls Night Five on on uh, our YouTube channel, uh, or of course on the podcast as well, um, you'll hear that. And I got a chance to play it. I got some really awesome, uh, some awesome gear that Fred put together, and um, there's also a couple of. Uh, I guess Easter eggs, maybe, you know, especially in the Battered Mare, you go strolling into there and, you know, something might happen, may or may not happen to a guy named Shank. <laughs> well, it definitely doesn't happen to a guy named Shank. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's that it. No, that's that's true, man. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Remember? Oh, Why yes. Is it a girl? <laughs> <laughs> maybe a girl named Shank. Yes, but I do have other stuff planned to do with it following the theme of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And it was actually announced in episode 32 of this podcast because it was the second appearance of Maluka, same episode. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big shout out to her, by the way. She, uh, she sends her, her congratulations. I, I had a chance to uh, chat with her a little bit last night and she, she said, you know, congratulations on a hundred episodes and, you know, looking forward to hanging out with you in game. So, uh, Liz, what about you? Any, uh, anything in, in Tamriel this week? Well, uh, since I listened to your classic Elder Scrolls night and heard that Fred had updated the mod, I decided to boot up Skyrim again, and um, I, I actually spawned where um, his new enemy is. His large—I uh, don't know if I want to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, don't the spoil one that anything. you freaked out about. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yes, and so and and that's when I went, oh god, and then I went to listen to the rest of the episode because I was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, that was kind of fun. I did a couple other things in Skyrim. I started a new character, and I realized how much I do hate the character creation in that. Um, it, it, well, why, do, why does every single game have a character creation screen where the character moves and you can't see what you're doing to, the, to modify the character's appearance? Why do they do that? Are you, are you talking specifically about... Well, in this one, it's even worse because you want to move your character around. You try to move their head, and their head kind of goes all the way to the side or all the way back. And it, you know, anyway, it, the, the character creation in Oblivion. Did you notice that it's a lot more at, like focused on the face for the more details? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I much prefer that, and, and of course, all the nasty hairstyles. But I will say, <laughs> ESO has better hairstyles. Thank you. Oh, okay. And hotter That's chicks. That's why I'm here. Yes. Yes. They finally have good-looking chicks. I I won't I won't say no to any of that. You're you're 110 percent correct. It, well, it, I know I am. <laughs> they, they really are. Uh, the the character creation in in ESO is is phenomenal. It oh, really it's is. great! I was so happy with my characters, even though I had to play a damn elf. It's, I know, um, hey. right? It's it's um, fitting. Wait. It's fitting for an MMO, and it's uh, well, no, I should say it's fitting for an Elder Scrolls game, and it's fantastic for an MMO. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, amazing. And I did notice, because I hadn't played Skyrim on, on a PC in a while, I noticed that, that there's a difference in, in uh, targeting your enemies. It's just easier to target your enemies in ESO than it was in Skyrim and not hit your allies. Yeah, this is very, very true. Yeah, so I enjoy that. Yeah. What um just real quick I mean you know I, I I'm eager to to kind of you know move on to the to the blacksmithing video but I mean um it's been Liz uh, talking about memories when was the last time we had you on this show Oh the first time that Shank was here and then you said who's Liz Yeah I remember getting those messages every once in a while in the chat room I watched almost every single episode of this show And not and in only, the chat room now it's who's Liz Not only that but I mean you you're in the chat room for for pretty much every single episode I mean barring like exigent circumstances Right So um, that's an SAT word right there You like I know that? and and I'm going to have to get my dictionary out <laughs> Just throwing it out there exigent <laughs> circumstances wait till the bottom of the show when I say something um that might be an SAT word as well. Yeah, Liz, <laughs> Liz actually made her first appearance in episode two back when she was known as Mistress LeBlue. By the way, LeBlue, uh, yes. <laughs> Fred, Fred has been Fred has been updated to updated. He's been promoted to QGN historian. Nice, dude. That's baller. Yeah, he. This guy, you're gonna hear. Uh, and Fred, interrupt anyone you want at any given time about about QGN history. You just throw it right on out there for this episode because you, you're gonna. It's amazing what comes into this guy's head, 
And he throws it out there. And he's like, you remember back in like episode, you know, blah, 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 when, you know, this thing happened? I'm like, I have yep. no idea what you're talking about, dude. Like that came out of my mouth. He's like, yeah, man. Yep. <laughs> and see, the main difference between the historian and the lore master is the things I talk about actually happened. Right. <laughs> Whoa, you shut your mouth. Tamriel is real. It it depends on the world. Oh. We're talking. <laughs> but um, Shank, back back over to room. Back over to Liz for a minute. Um, <laughs> what do you think about Elder Scrolls Online, dear? What do I think about it? Yeah, how do you um, like it? I I love it. I I actually did not like it the first time I played the beta. I was uh, well, I was frustrated because the first beta invite I got, I wasn't able to get in at all. But um, the first time I was able to play, I was. You know, I'm used to playing Rift. You know now, um, and I thought, oh, these controls are weird. I'm not able to to really get to the chat, and and I didn't know what was broken or what was not in the game yet. Mm. And so I really had no idea what was going on. But the next time I played, absolutely amazing. I, I completely <laughs> blown away. It, it's great. That's what, all I have to say. What faction and what kind of character did you build? <laughs> well. Uh, at first, I was like, screw you guys. I don't care about the old Mary Dominion. I don't care about that for the queen. I don't care that the queen is hot. I'm not going to join because the queen is hot. So, she is hot. No, I don't give a rat. Really <laughs> but um, so my first character was a Breton because that's usually that or Imperial is what I play. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's what I that's what I rolled. My uh, my my last my last beta session was a uh, a Breton Templar. I, I love that. And yeah, I think mine is a Templar as well a new character of mine but um i did love when i went to the first area and you meet some kind of rogue that is like gambit from the (laughs) x-men do you know who i'm talking about the the thief i think i have yeah i know who you're talking about over in strosakai oh oh, baby oh yeah okay there's that's happening on the show right now i guess yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) and my pants are off okay (laughs) and then (laughs) Next time I did go Aldemary Dominion, and uh, I did enjoy the, the Khajiit because the Khajiit themselves have cats as pets. They do. Yes. That's freaking hysterical, and they yeah. have a dog on display. Like, look, here's a dog. Well, let's let's be let's be real about it, okay? That may not necessarily be their pet. That could, it could actually be their child, or or it could be their brother or their sister. It all it yeah. all depends on what depends on the moon phase. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, um, uh, was it? I think was it in the Infernal City, uh, which is one of the the books. By the way, it's one of the books you can get off of audibletrial.com dot com slash questgaming network um, for free. Free uh, if you sign up for the, their free you know month over there, you can pick up one of their one of those books over there. Uh, that is one of the the Elder Scrolls um, novels over there. In that in that book, they actually talk about about going to elsewhere, and they meet up with some some Khajiit, and one of the characters is riding like a mount their their brother or their sister. I think it's their brother. <laughs> yeah, it's hysterical. And one of the guys is like, "Wait, that's your brother?" And and yeah, that's this is this. I'm riding my brother right now. <laughs> Dude, that's. Nasty and awesome at the same time. It's the same thing. When he told me that story, I was like, that's that's disturbing. Mm-hmm. And as the historian, I'm going to write this moment down as the reason why we don't do a celebration episode for 200. <laughs> you remember that time when you talked about Khajiit riding their brothers of Arwen? <laughs> so, um, it's a battle cat. 
so, so yeah, now okay. tell us why you want to play Khajiit Ibarwin. Um, <laughs> what, I'll, what I'll do is I'm going to go back to Liz <laughs> and uh, ask her a little bit more about her character. I, I know nothing about my character. I know a lot about that thief guy, but that's about it. Oh, okay. Well, what level? I mean, what level did you get? A, get uh, he or she? I think to? I got one of them. The highest level was like five or six, maybe. All right. So you're just starting out. Overall, though, um, yay or nay on the game, and then yay or nay on the game compared to Elder Scrolls games. Oh, uh, I'm going with a big yay! Yay! Oh, cool. I, I was very, very happy with this game. Good. Very happy. And what do you think about it compared to like Skyrim? What I like it better because I'm more used to MMOs now. If it, if this were a year ago or maybe before I started even with SWOTOR because that was my first MMO, mm-hmm. um, I would have been like Shank being like, I don't want to talk to anybody in the game. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> but now that I'm used to it and I like it, it's even better. It, it is what they advertise. It is Elder Scrolls that, you know, you can play with your friends. Very good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that uh, that's going to move us over to our discussion bumper uh, or our discussion topic. And first, our bumper. In their tongue, he's Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. Well, that's a whole lot of entertainment value for you, right there. I guarantee it. <laughs> wow. Uh, we, we have a great video here on blacksmithing in Elder Scrolls Online. It's about seven minutes long. Uh, we're going to play that for you right now. Those of you on the stream, if things look a little weird on the, on the top part of your stream, I do apologize. Um, but you know, what, what, what can be done about, about a a show that, uh, celebrates, uh, 100 episodes and, and maybe not necessarily the feature we're about to play for you right now. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Paul Sage. I'm the creative director. I'm Nick Conkle. I'm the lead gameplay designer. I'm Chris Strauss. I'm the lead UX designer. So today we're going to be talking about something that's kind of near and dear to my heart, which is crafting. Having uh, you know, a failed attempt at shop class in high school, this is one of the areas where I feel like, hey, this is my fantasy. It's something where I can really stand out and make things for other players and for myself. All right, so here we are looking in the world, and you know, I, I think it's pretty necessary to upgrade my armor at this point in a little bit. Uh, one of the nice things I think about this spot is, I mean, not only is it visible on the horizon here, but if you see in your compass there, um, this is what we call a crafting locale um, that you know allows me to create special set items. And to make set items, you're definitely going to want to collect a, a variety of ingredients. So you can see you can just pick them up in the world, no big deal, uh, if you happen to come across them, but sometimes they're, they're a little hard to find. And that's where, uh, if you've leveled up enough in crafting... These uh, skill points in, in Keen Eye are really valuable, and there's a Keen Eye for every type of material you might find in the world. And you can see in the background there, from a certain distance, those special crafting materials will light up such that they're easier to find and harvest. Again, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you are a particular type of profession. Anybody can gather any kind of resource in the world, which I, I, think, I think just makes it more fun. Yeah, and I really like that we try to make it so that as you're exploring, it's just kind of... Every, around every nook and cranny. Anybody can go out and they can collect wood or they can collect these ingredients. Right. But only the crafters who actually spend points on these things can see them highlighted in the world like that. You think you've seen them all, but then you look at an area with keen eye and you're like, oh man, there are a lot yeah, of flowers here yeah. to pick up. 
Alright, this is one of the locations where you craft set pieces in the world, and you can only find it through exploring. So rather than just going to a city or a town to craft your gear, you come to these special places, and it's guarded by tigers. This is sweet. Cat-on-cat combat. Kill cats. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't even think about it that way. Why would you hurt your brother? <laughs> But yeah, in addition to just, you know, running around and finding different things you can use for crafting, there's leather you'll come across on different creatures, the different ingredients that you can use depending on what you're trying to try, trying to craft. Yeah. And now that we've dispatched our kind of distant relatives, uh, it looks like we are going to go into an alien ruin here to craft these special set pieces. So you can see that unlike a normal crafting station that you might find in a city or whatever, any items that you create here have the opportunity to create the Magnus's gift set bonus. And there's lots of these all throughout the world. You kind of have to explore and find them. And in this case, items that you create have the opportunity to get this special unique set bonus in addition to whatever normal customization you want to put on them, which we're sort of looking at here. This research is actually one of the things I really like about this system. We have traits, which are the innate properties of an item. Traits are things like it's sturdy and whatnot. And here, to actually learn to put a trait on an item, you have to destroy that item that already has that trait. And then over time, you, you learn how to do that. So you're you become one of the crafters who can really start to specialize, say, you know all the traits on a sword, well then people are going to naturally try to seek you out and buy swords from you. Uh, and in this case right here, there's lots of opportunities in crafting to deconstruct or extract the valuable materials from anything you come across in the world, whether it be something that another player traded to you or that you found via loot or in a treasure chest or something along those lines. Everything you find is going to be useful to you in some way in crafting, if only to just advance your skill more. So the entire world is really uh, is really integrated into that system. The idea is really to give you a high level of control. So you're controlling not only the material it's made out of, the level it's made out of, but the look of it, and then of course the innate properties of all the items here. You can really kind of create some cool stuff here. In this case, you can choose to make a Khajiit armor that looks like the Khajiit style versus uh, whichever else you might want. In this case, you can make Khajiit because you are a cad. And I think, uh, again, just the thing to emphasize here is you're creating this very custom piece of gear, and in this case, maybe it's a simple one um, that's uh, just a chess piece. Oh, night switch there. Yeah, that's nice. good. But as you play the game longer and longer, you might find the opportunity to use different styles. And the mechanisms that's accomplished through is via these uh, racial motifs that you find all throughout the world that will teach you a different style of gear that you can make. So really, it's just like school, where they told you that everything you actually need to learn, you can learn in a book. Exactly. Yeah but here you'll actually use what you've learned. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you know, I think it's worth mentioning that uh, you don't find this set in the world. It doesn't drop. Only crafters can craft this particular set piece in this particular location in the world. It really ties the crafting system in with uh, exploration in the world. And there's social elements there, too. Like, oh, man, I found this one ruin you can go to, and there's kind of a legendary station there that lets you make the Magnus's gift set bonus, which is pretty good, and it's a, a set bonus that's completely unique to crafting. So if you really want a 5% chance to negate the cost of spell, you've got to find a crafter who's willing to go there and make it for you. Yeah. When you want to improve an item, so the first, when you first create an item, you know, it's, it's going to start out at, at this quality level, at the, the lowest quality level, which is white here. And then you'll raise it up to the next quality level, which is fine or green. And to do that, you have to have tempers uh, in the case of blacksmithing. So here we have a honing stone temper. There's a little bit of a gambling game here. 
the more tempers you add, the better chance you have to get to the next quality level. But if you 100%. don't have those tempers, yeah, it's who, not much of a gamble. It's not a big risk there. Yeah, that's Look. not much of a gamble at 100. Uh, yeah, I, I, I invested heavily in Magnus's Curious here. <laughs> I don't think it's Curious. It's curious. Whatever. I think it's oh, much okay, more fine. fun when you take a little bit of a risk. And this is this is really the gambling portion part of the game. This is uh, where you're deciding if if you want to try to improve the quality of the item. Uh, although I, I yeah. do not. <laughs> <laughs> and by fun, you mean I'm never, ever going at something like, say, 45% here, uh, which is the only... Oh, geez. We're, so we're out of we're out of uh, Dwarven Oil. We only have a 45% chance to do this, it. This I, is totally I, a pressure I, luck moment I, here. I, this I is the this. big money, no whammy. Big oh, money, no whammy. Uh, no. Yeah. Got it in one. Oh, nice. Okay, come on. <laughs> yeah. Did not think that was going to uh, go through. That was risky, but... It was worth it. I live for the bus. Look how much cooler that looks. <laughs> so much more stylish. Right. But look at this. Compliment your there, there we go. And then when you now start it's all matching. Upgrade, yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, I think the thing to end with is that, you know, not, crafters are super valuable. Uh, they can take the best items in the world to make them better, and they can also make the best gear. Plus that armor just really makes your eyes pop. Yeah. And cats. <laughs> <laughs> And cats. Like, it's two second pause. And cats. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> really make sure our eyes pop. <laughs> well, um, I mean, what I, what I love about this video is that it really just shows really how awesome um, crafting is in this game, which, in in, in an MMO, and, and certainly, you know, Liz can weigh in on, on crafting, generic crafting in an MMO, um, it's crap. <laughs> it, it's just. It, I was waiting for a big SAT word. And you, it's crap. It's crap. No, it just it just sucks. And you I, know what? I will say that that though in ESO, there, I think they need a better way to introduce crafting because there is a lot of reading that you that you need to do when you start crafting, and if you skip past that part, like most people do. Then you're going to see a lot of spam and chat. How do I do this? How do I do that? I don't know how long I spent typing out to people. You need to break things down first. You need to go to this and that and the other. So um, yeah. I do think they need to guide people a little bit better on on this crafting system. I I agree. I think a I think a crafting quest. Yes, might like, like be in Skyrim. Order. Yep, I was just about to say like they teach that you go to a blacksmith and what does she say? It's like, oh, here's some iron ingots. Why don't you go like make like make a dagger over here using the forge? Yeah, that I think that that might be in order um, because you know, like you said, you're 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 hitting a nail on the head here. Um, I, for me, when I first got into the crafting interface, it was very jarring. I'm like, what? What? There's a lot on the screen. I'm really not too sure what any of this does. Right. <laughs> um, but when you when you finally get down to it and you get the hang of it cuz it is it's not intuitive I'm, it's just it's just not no, but not. the reason why it's not intuitive is because it is so different from from normal crafting in an MMO which is intuitive because at this point um you you know what to expect you know you you hit a you hit a button a window pane pops up you have a list of stuff you can make you click on that if you have the mat which is displayed down below you hit the craft button, boom. Here, different. Um, it's it's different in that you you're all automatically shown a list that scrolls horizontally of things that that can be made, and then you start figuring out the nuances of all this. You have to you have to, um, especially in blacksmithing, you have to find the ore, mine it, 
and then bring it to a crafting station and then extract the ore into ingots and then that's that turns it into a craftable item in order to make anything you have to depending on the item you have to have a certain amount of these ingots um you know what's great about this crafting system though is that you can leave your stuff in your bank and you don't have to carry it with you to craft something awesome oh my god yes oh so needed so convenient <laughs> oh yes it is one of one of the things that I thought was really cool about that video, yeah, a couple things actually. Number one, the fact that they emphasized the the exploration of you need to find like these specific things, and it, it even has a different like symbol on the compass. And if you do explore, you once again you get rewarded because you can get the opportunity to craft this one like unique set, which you won't find if you're just like kind of going from one place to another, like just city to city. So I liked that. But, and the other thing was that tying it back to last week and they said it in this video is that like, they said that anyone can go gather. And I remember expressing my, I guess, lack of surprise last week when I was like, well, yeah, why wouldn't you be able to go gather whatever you want? And then I remember you guys were like, dude, you can't do that in other MMOs. Like you have to stick to like one, uh, profession. Like you can only gather certain things. So, I, I like that that kind of is translated and the fact that I, I'm not surprised by that I think is only a good thing if that made any sense that did make sense <laughs> well, there you go oh okay. god I just agreed with Shank <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's go all around around the stream a little bit here and uh, and talk about you know some some uh, experiences and, and things that they've done uh, in crafting, and uh, we'll we'll start with uh, with Lou. We haven't had a whole uh, a chance to really hear too much from you so far in this episode. Yeah, I, I've been I've been occupied. Sorry, I'll put this down now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crafting in from what I've seen so far uh, with the betas in Elder Scrolls Online, it's it's not too difficult. Yeah, there there is a a bit of a learning curve, but it's nothing that is uh, I guess too harsh. So to speak. All right, maybe after after a couple of attempts, you'll actually understand what the mechanics are. You know, you'll actually understand what's involved. And I think once you get past that that mini barrier, uh, crafting is going to become a whole new, gosh, a whole new world for everyone. Because right, I think it's just that it's just that fun. <laughs> you know, what one of the few ting- one of the few games I've actually ever played where crafting is fun. All right. Uh, and after doing it in this game, I think this is one MMO I actually will take up crafting, you know, and, and actually pursue it—not just go half baked, but actually keep up with it, like I'm leveling, you know. Because after I, I got the you know the different nuances of each skill, I was like, oh my god, this is so much better than going out there and actually you know uh, taking a chance on loot drops or you know paying another player to make it for me, what have you, but. Yeah, you know, that's why I like this video. It's very, uh, it's very, very simple, very direct. They showed you everything you need to know, and you know they made it look so easy, so appealing. You know, even though you know you had uh, some of the chat rooms, so yeah, it is Aslan working the anvil there, but you know it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> very good, um, Shank. What about you? 
Um, well, I have actually, I, for, first things first, I love this crafting system. I, I love how also like how, how the, the depth of the crafting system, but also the breadth of it. Um, they, they allow you to, you know, craft the minute details so you can like drill into like one specific area if you want, but they also give you a lot of options into, dude, you can craft pretty much whatever style you want, but you have to go out there and find it first and learn it. And that's what I love about the crafting system. And, and I'm working on, you know, woodworking, enchanting, and uh, blacksmithing. And they showed in the video, Keen Eye. I cannot begin to describe to you how important that passive skill is. Yes. If you're in crafting, just that should be like literally the first thing that you should invest in because it really, really helps. Um, the other thing is, uh, Liz, I had no idea about this bank thing. So you should like tell me how to do stuff because my bag is constantly full with just random crafting crap. <laughs> it's, it's actually a little bit hard to find the bankers in some areas. But if you can find a banker, you can deposit whatever you want to in there. Mostly crafting materials. I would do that. And then, therefore, when you go to a crafting station later on, it'll look at your bank and say, oh, they have enough of these. We'll use that. So it's a person the bank? It, it, well, it's a person you talk to that is a banker. Oh. Yes. Dude, okay, so I got to find this dude because I and literally I'm, half my inventory is crafting stuff. Oh, yeah, and you need to <laughs> – you can also know that, that uh, the bank is shared between your characters. I don't know if that's a beta thing or not, but it is shared between your characters. That's awesome, actually. That is so For awesome. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? Have you gotten into the uh, crafting at all? I made one piece of gear during the beta. <laughs> <laughs> like literally I made one piece of gear. But was it awesome? No. I accidentally <laughs> made it the wrong level. And used up my one item that I could make it with. So I really haven't put too much into it. I'm like the only person who hasn't put effort into it. Mm. I've seen y'all make items. Oh yeah. But personally, no, I've not put much effort into it at all. I actually keep up with the crafting in this game, which is something that I I've I've always said that I want to do in an MMO. I want to I want to get my character up to, you know, end level and then level the crafting all the way up and I never do it because it always bores the hell out of me. Not even in Swotor where the companions do it for you? <laughs> well, depending on the the uh the professions. Yes. Now, I I have in Star Wars the Old Republic, I use all the the gathering professions and that's where I do it because, like you said, the companions do it for you. Yeah, I remember seeing your name on the auction house in Swotor so many times. I was like, this guy is trying to pull a shank. He's trying <laughs> to sell everything. That's what you do. <laughs> Market PvP. Yes, thank you. That is blue. That is awesome, dude. I'm going to use that word from now on. <laughs> it's going to happen, man. <laughs> I should just name my first character Gordon Gecko instead of Do. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh, one of the other things I liked about the crafting was was also the the keen eye thing that they had spoken about. You know, you you need to um, put a couple of your 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 talent points or your uh, not your talent points, but your your skill points into that in order to unlock it. And uh, once you do. You know, like Nick Conkle had said, you know, all of a sudden you start seeing all of these these uh, crafting nodes out there that you didn't think were were out there, and, and it really does pop um, very very nicely in a very nice way in the world. Um, I, I really appreciated that, 
And I appreciated the fact that it wasn't automatic, that if I didn't want to have that sort of experience in Elder Scrolls, I didn't have to. So I think they got that right. The other thing I think I think they got right was the fact that um, if you want to make a higher level chest piece, let's say, all you have to do is just take that very item that you use in order to, to make that chest piece and just give put more um, put more in there. Use more of those items. Like in a, like in the Elder Scrolls game, like in Skyrim. Right. That's yeah. all you have to do is just instead of using six iron ingots, now you got to use um, ten iron ingots, and now it's not a a level you know four; it's a level you know twelve or whatever. You know, I really like that. Um, I also I, like the fact that. Oh, go ahead, Fred. I was just going to say my favorite thing that he said was the fact that the stuff that's crafted. That's the only way to get armor that looks like that. Yeah, that's that, cool. I know in other MMOs, I'll actually spend the time to get up my crafting skill, and I'll be really proud that I just made myself a set of armor, and then I'll be out adventuring, and something will drop that's green and has the exact same graphic. Uh, Fred, I, I mean, have you have you had a whole uh, a chance to really play a lot of the the blacksmithing at all, or, or any of the crafting in the game? No, when it when a game's in beta, I don't even mess with the crafting because I hate crafting so much that I only want to do that once when the game goes live. Okay. I I have a qu- I have a question. Wasn't crafting the goal for some of these beta tests? You weren't actually beta testing then. I wasn't in every single beta. Well, I know, but I'm not on the oh, okay. special list. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Oh, well, with the I do want to mention about Kenai though. Um I remember during one of the betas, I think I was, I was talking to Shank on Skype and uh, telling him that, you know, how difficult it was just to see stuff in the world. Like, you know, I, I kept missing, like, the logs on the ground or harvesting wood. And I was like, I, I can imagine this, what, this, what this looks like on his computer since he's running all those Uber graphics options <laughs> on, on his PC. <laughs> like, I can't even see it now. Like, how much... How much better, you know, worse is it going to look like trying to find this stuff in the world where your graphics are so good, everything just blends in. You know, and that's one thing I do like about that. The, the game looks so good that you actually need a skill like that to order to find this stuff. Yeah, so, I you mean, know, glorified Easter egg hunt in the game. Yeah, honestly, because like the, the the wood for like the woodworking, I mean, you're not kidding, man. Because like once you turn up the grass, it totally disappears into like yeah everything. <laughs> it's complete. And like if you don't have keen eye. You can be circling around like where near it might be, and t- still totally miss it just because of how dense everything is. So, Kenai, yes, huge. Thank you very much, Zenimax, for that. <laughs> I'm a little surprised you say that, Shank, because I would think that you would feel that the the uh, the Kenai perk would be a little a little immersion breaking. I, you know what, I actually don't think it's it's that immersion breaking because. The thing is, for me, like it, if you read the description, it actually only works, I think, if you're like 20 feet away from the actual item. So you still need to go out and like explore the world. And it only kind of like it, – it only like rewards you a little bit and be like, OK, fine. Like you're in like the closer area here. You know, it's in this region. But that's what I like. It, it doesn't so much break the fact that I still love going out and exploring and getting stuff. But it – I see it kind of as it rewards me. It's like, you know, you're doing all this wandering and if you're trying to like specifically look for these crafting things, well, like, well, we'll give you a little helping hand if you're in a certain, if you're close to it. Um, and the radius actually, I tested it and it's actually not 
that large for you to for the keen eye to uh, show up. And I don't know if that can be leveled. I'm sure it can, but um, yeah, I surprisingly I really don't have a, a too big of a problem with it actually. Very good. All right. Is there anything else on on the crafting that maybe we want to bring up or do, or discuss today right now? I would have to yeah. say that I would suggest getting the rune crafting perk, the keen eye for that first, because those yes. blend into yeah. See, yes. Shank knows. <laughs> Shank can finish my sentence. He knows. <laughs> Great. All right, guys. Well, uh, we've got two dev questions of the week that we want to get into this week. Um, we we missed last week, unfortunately. Uh, so we're going to cover that and this week's as well. So enjoy. Hello, I'm Eric Mabry, and I'm a senior QA tester for ZeniMax Online Studios. As you battle the creatures that emerge from a dark anchor, Molig Ball will taunt you during the struggle. If you could come up with an intimidating and menacing taunt, tell us what it would be. Very interesting. Uh, an intimidating and menacing taunt. Wow. Wow. What, and that what? was some great music in the background, too. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. Get some of that more. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm inspired to go out there and kill some danger. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do you think, Dave? If you were to make uh, an intimidating or a menacing taunt, what would it be? Well, I'm six foot two. Mm-hmm. I lord over other men personally. I'm a giant among men. I scream Fusroda. I feel the most intimidating thing you can do is drink a nice rosé wine as you stare down your enemy in battle. Oh, oh, oh quite, the, quite the taunt right there. What about you, Liz? I would ask, are you single? That would scare them away. That would scare them away. I'm talking about a taunt. Something to... <laughs> <laughs> What you that's should have I said thinking. is... When I was watching that video, that's all I could think. I was like, is he single? Can we see... No. <laughs> so what you should have said is, will you marry me? Yeah, see? That's that's along those lines. There you go. Oh, I think I think that's uh, Fred being sweet. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, because that's intimidating. Right. That would be sweet, and, I guess. And, and speaking of Fred, what about what about you, good sir? I'm friends with DeVarwin. I'm used to fighting hard battles. <laughs> And losing them? <laughs> Without backup? Is that what you mean? <laughs> oh, I wasn't told that my shout had to imply that I was going to win, just that I was going to be a thorn in his side. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. What about you, Lou? <laughs> Don't you talk about my mama. No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what you mean I can't be talking about your mama? <laughs> I pity the fool. Very good. Uh. Is that your final answer, Mr. Olan? Uh, no, no. I was actually—I I would just totally take the the uh, throw voice shout from Skyrim and just call him a hey, skeever butt. <laughs> <laughs> Milk drinker. Milk drinker. Shank, oh, I know yeah. you. I know you prefer to bravely run away, but if that's uh, true, uh, if so, if Molag Ball was like doing that and came down, I would just look him right in the eye and be like, "You were the middle child, weren't you?" <laughs> wow, 
Well, I have to start a fight. Yeah. Man, I want to change my. Can I change mine to calling him a muggle or yeah. mudblood? Sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Mudblood for the win. <laughs> Harry Potter, yay! <laughs> okay. And then it's like Pokemon and pops up and says, calling him a muggle was ineffective. Ineffective. <laughs> I guess um, if I were to if I were to taunt, um, I would I would use the the D Enforce approved shout, which would be <laughs> Foos Rota. <laughs> yeah. Is that really that offensive that it would just draw people to anger to the point that they want to kill you? Sometimes it does. I don't know (laughs) if it would if it would be in a point of anger or or, uh, a stressor, but uh, I think people would turn their heads and say it's supposed to be Fus Roda, not Fus Roda. That's when he says Roda, not Fus Roda. Oh my god, just horrible. Honestly, for a minute there, I thought you were going to threaten to come to my temple. <laughs> well, uh we're weird. <laughs> <laughs> and and now that it's weird, let's go to the second dev question of the week. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dominic Davies, one of the content editors here at ZMX Online Studios, and this is the question of the week. In the Elder Scrolls Online, adventurers are able to learn how to craft in the different racial styles of Tamriel. So, which wild combination of armor styles are you most looking forward to experimenting with in-game? Oh man, that's a real thinker, huh? What armor combination are you most looking forward to experimenting with in-game? I have my hand raised. Is there a way to preview armor? No. Okay. No. Next person. Yeah. No. Not. Not that <laughs> I've. Not that I've seen. Wow. God, I hate you, Shank. <laughs> but but um, on that note, Liz. I mean, if if there were, I mean, what what would your answer be? Let, let's just let's just say that there was. Um, Dova floss. Yes. Without shoulder pads, because that's stupid. Do not wear Dova floss with shoulder pads. Okay, oh, but that's down. not that's not a an, a, an armor. Kidding. Style. I don't know what they look like. That's why I asked the the question about can we can we preview? Oh, I don't know what they look like either. So, <laughs> so I guess I guess there we are. <laughs> maybe they will have Dova floss. <laughs> maybe maybe they will. Maybe for women, they'll they'll have you know tiny little armor g strings. Where or at least a little schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> I really don't think any of that's going to happen in the game at all. Yeah, not I, unless I, somebody we both know gets back into game development. I would not be opposed to the little <laughs> Dova floss. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. If um, they do that, you have to play as a male character and wear it all the time, Shank. I, I would just really I, no like problem. to see some girly, I don't think he'd have a problem with that. Stuff, so that's it. Uh, Dave, where, 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 what do you think? What, what, uh, what are your thoughts? On... What clothing? Yeah, well, like on what uh, what crafting what crafting style are you are you interested in in exploring? Well, I think I need to to, to give this answer from the direction of, of Papa Brisket. Mm. Mm. Brisket, you see, yeah. Papa Brisket w- would give the answer that he uses every bit of the animal. So since you can't eat it, you got to make bone armor. <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> I hate the but, fact that it's brilliant but it is 
By that he means fishing hooks. <laughs> uh, Fred, oh, what about you? Sick. Uh, well, I will probably gauge it based on what I see other people wearing because I like to be different. I'll mm-hmm. pick something outrageously hideous that nobody else ever wears. So the Argonian style. But the Argonian <laughs> stuff looked kind of samurai-ish. The Argonian style, listen, whoever makes Argonian armor, shamed. No huge G award for me. <laughs> you could have said the same about Argonians themselves, Shank. <laughs> That's and, true. And people quit listening to you. The first Send all hate mail to Liz. <laughs> no, that's more Q of Tamriel. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Complaint well, department. Which uh, big shout out to to Maury, by the way, for for doing yeah. the uh, the layout. Yeah, I do like this. It's sick. He did a beautiful. I like job. it a lot better than the scroll. <laughs> oh, you should like it because everybody like underneath me because it doesn't have room for Liz, jerk. <gasps> oh my <Wow>. god! And <laughs> <laughs> have room for your ego. No. <laughs> Oofa. Everybody under me is my B team. Someone, I'm the captain. Someone separate the Khajiit here. Let's... <laughs> Khajiit fights. Khajiit fights. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Lou, what what racial style? Ooh, I like this question because I actually had a chance uh, last beta to actually uh, delve into crafting, and I actually discovered a, a bunch of motifs. So I was actually able to craft. Uh, well, obviously Altmer because that's my high elf. But uh, I was also I also found Bosmer, I found Nord, I found Breton, Redguard, and Orc. And uh, I will say, you know, I've married to main armor for the win. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> armor, armor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, you know, I actually do like the look of Nord plate armor. I, I do like the way that looks. However. Uh, for cloth, I like uh, what the uh, high elves look. I like that particular look. It kind of has like the uh, the fringes on on the no, end. Well, no, not like not most of the fringes, but I guess the the level of detailing mm-hmm. that they put into it, kind of like you would see from uh, something akin to like Lord of the Rings. Like you know, you could tell what like, you know. Yeah. The, the 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 men's armor looks like as opposed to what the elves' armor looks like. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's human armor. That's elf armor right there. You know. Because of how much detail, how much uh, they put into it, right? You know. Okay. Uh, Shank. Now, see here, Cotton doesn't have time for none of these fancy ingots. <laughs> oh my god! We've been waiting so long for your southern boys. Cotton only has time for when he goes and finds them reptiles just sitting out there. He's going to take up all those sinews and wrap them about his person so delicately. So when he's sipping his, you know, skooma iced tea or whatever, it don't get all nasty and just drip all over himself because that is ungentlemanly, oh quite frankly. He <laughs> <laughs> just say skooma tea. That's awesome. <laughs> Said skooma iced tea, good sir. <laughs> I, I beg your pardon, Colonel. I, I didn't. I misheard. You. Well, that is the first I'll... time Shanks ever made me want to take off my pants. Why does he sound like Harry Connick Jr.? <laughs> Oh dear lord! <laughs> up, this is going to be until now. When we I'll, sit down to really do this, oh my god! <laughs> up until now, I was unaware that Colonel Sanders' name was Cotton. Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I am no colonel, good sir. I am a brigadier general here go. in Oridon. Okay, go Don't be fishing with my here 
friend over there, Papa Brisket. <laughs> Get a little Merlot in him, and all of a sudden he's Southern. <laughs> My God, I mean, he sounds like he's from Georgia. He's got a Georgian accent. No, you're a loser. Take another swig. He does, <laughs> he does a good job with that. Um, I would say <laughs> I am Colonel uh, Angus. <laughs> very, very much into the uh, the Red Guard uh, style of, of armor, and I look forward to to crafting that and exploring that. All right, guys. Well, before we get into our um, our ESOTR 100 episode celebration, first we just want to mention that uh, Audible.com, AudibleTrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network has sponsored our show in part today, and we want to thank them for that. Um, head over to AudibleTrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network in order to sign up and get a free month, a free book over at uh, at Audible.com. <laughs> <laughs> so um we we of course we this is an elder scroll show and for, for those of you out there who are interested in maybe reading some elder scrolls books we would like to mention that uh the infernal city uh the elder scrolls novels uh book one of two by greg keys is on is on audible as well uh if you're a huge elder scrolls fan and you you probably are just by listening to the show we would recommend these books if you do decide to sign up for your free month at audibletrial.com slash network. And once you enjoy Infernal City, do not worry. There is a second book that will finish up that, that entire series, Lord of Souls by Greg Keyes, book two of two. Uh, takes place 40 years after the Oblivion Crisis. And uh, you, again, you can get that at audible.com. Audibletrial.com slash network is the URL you will need in order to get your free book today. All right. Um, moving right along, I suppose. I guess uh, here's here's the moment that everyone here has been so excited for all day. Finally, just being able to to take stock on the last 100 episodes of uh, of Elder Scrolls off the record, and to to start us off, uh, Liz has uh, asked everyone on the network to sort of come together and put together a a little audio file for me. Um, and for, for everyone here. So maybe, uh, Liz, maybe you can describe this before we play it. Maybe you can describe a little bit about, about what we're going to hear. Oh, so you didn't listen to it before? No, I, I didn't at all. I, okay. I told you. I okay. Wanted- well, that's nice. Um, yeah. Um, I, I sent out some messages to a couple other uh, hosts on QGN and, um, in response, uh, I've got my co-host from Rift Off the Record Rage, uh, in on some stuff this and we've got brian armstrong and bradford and they all bradford, pitched in bradford. and um we made a little uh little audio clip for you so you might as well just play it <laughs> all right well here we go all right the fans asked for it and even though Evarwin told me no i know in his heart he meant yes so a couple of qgn hosts from other shows on the network got together and we decided to fulfill your wishes so here you go guys you are welcome we're going to start this one off to a dedication to the hosts. Our first host, Ivarwin, the paladin Yankee with a big heart, a bigger accent, and a little sword. This one's for you. Ivarwin found a maiden that had died. And like a little girl, he fell to his knees and cried. Very own Cahony. 
o'clock Next time to avoid getting mocked Don't tell your homies Especially me Loremaster Lou, these ones are for you Thank you for what you do Dawnbreaker, Marlick Bog, Wimmer Ruins, Dragon Wolf, Maron's Razor, Yalbog, Arrow, One and Me, Tiber Septum, Zenithar, Juliano, Stenja, Cheragoroth, Mountain Flower, Skyrim will be free. Emperor and Cyrodiil, Catapults upon the hill, Vivekin, Bardenfell, Alakir and Hammerfell, Daggerfall, High King, Ogmer got a new queen, Man and Marcos, Necromancers for the fate of Tamriel. Silverkeen was a battle mage with magic to rely on. His next Silverkeen fought with orcish rage and stole a horse to ride on. To ride on. Level 16, going on 17. It's time that Louie rolled. It might be neat to play a Khajiit and hire an armored troll. <laughs> Dean, before my dedication to you, Brian Armstrong wants to say something in his own special way. When I was young. Oh my god. <laughs> like right around level one. Oh no. <laughs> we picked Nerd Root just for fun. <laughs> I wanna, 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 I wanna,
If you want my friendship, well, here's my axe. If you wanna keep it that way, don't give it back. Now don't go wasting my precious time. Don't be such a milk drinker, you'll be just fine. Now, believe it or not, Elder Scrolls Off the Record isn't about the hosts. It's about the people of Nern. And so a few of them have stopped by to tell us exactly what it's like to be a citizen of Tamriel. Some boys roleplay, some boys crochet. That's all right with me. But if they play an Argonian, I just walk away. Yes. They can beg and they can plead, but they can't get with me. Because right. the boy who plays Imperial gets to play with me. Because we are living in an Imperial world, and I am an Imperial girl. You know that we are living in an Imperial world, and I am an Imperial girl. <laughs> It's rage. <laughs> it does. <laughs> There's a grief that can't be spoken. <laughs> oh, There's a heist that's all but done. Empty gems and empty pockets. Now my luck is all but gone. It was right there for the taking But he felt my clumsy hand Then he sounded for the guardsmen And escape was all I had Low note, Bradford Oh my friends, my friends <laughs> forgive me I don't think we will that our fortunes are relayed There's a grief that can't be spoken There's a debt that's gone unpaid Phantom faces in the window Phantom shadows on the floor Nocturnal's men are all around me they are blocking off the door. Oh, my friends, my friends. Get it, Bradford. Ask me what I had to steal it for. Empty gems in empty pockets. Now my luck shall be no. I had no idea the dude could sing. It's like straight out of Nightmare Before Christmas. Evorwin, <laughs> you gotta put this at the end, too. I will. Uh-oh. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen Pull myself a dread of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life 
suit up the armor that I look best in. Out on the road, it's time to go questing. I'm Dover King, killing mobs with Fusroda. <laughs> Shouting Fusroda. What a way to make a killing. Watch a hawk a fly. Who was sitting there a chilling? Plus, you're a sick woman. Bye-bye. And he never saw what hit him. It's an oral skill. And that yeah, for septums and some potions, you would think that I would deserve a guild promotion. Want you move ahead, but bring off won't seem to let me. I swear sometimes Carlisle's out to get me. <laughs> They let you join if you ain't a slacker Meet Sapphire, then you want a smacker Then you've got things you're told to steal away In the same boat with the rest of your guild Waiting for the day the job is fulfilled But the tide's gonna turn when it's lights out for Mercer Frey Who's Rota? Buddy, you're annoyed with a big voice hunting in the rip. Gonna be a big girl someday. You got paint on your face. You're no disgrace. Swinging your axe all over the place. We will, we will smite you. Come on, sing it. We will, we will smite you. I heard about you. Yes. Yes. My cousin's out fighting dragons, and what do I get? God be to me. I need to ask you to stop all that shouting. I consider myself a great soldier, too, who was once like you. That's oh crap. There's another host, isn't there? Oh, Damn it, Shank. <laughs> when I'm sneaking, yeah. well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's sneaking behind you. When I'm thieving, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's stealing gold from you. When on Skooma, when on Skooma, well, I know no, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, be. I'm gonna be the man who's tripping next to you. <laughs> when I haggle, when I haggle, well, I know no, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's haggling with you. <laughs> but I would walk five hundred miles, and I would walk five hundred more just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to peace out and parkour. <laughs> Wasting my time doing a song for Shank. It's not Kesha. He has no idea what it is. <laughs> so he 
Congratulations on 100 episodes, Elder Skulls Off the Record, from me, Mistress Laveau, and my fellow QGN hosts, Brian Armstrong, Rob Perks, and Bradford. Bradford. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my God, Liz. That was awesome. That was absolutely amazing. I would offer a standing ovation, but I'm oh sure God. that at least four of the guys here aren't wearing pants. Yeah. Yeah. I would just like to make an announcement. Liz, you have the huge G award for life. That's right. <laughs> to, to Liz, the huge G. <laughs> that wasn't just me. That was the other guys, too. But that, that was a lot of fun to do. That, that was amazing. Uh, I that was literally the perfect song you could have picked. I'm not Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Very good. Um hopefully hopefully we got someone here that's that's watching the stream. Did did everyone uh enjoy that out there? Um <laughs> I I appreciate the nice nice comments. <laughs> okay. Very good. Uh well Liz, that was absolutely epic and I I I love this. I'm going to put it at the very end of the episode. Um, we actually have a fan who who had sent us something else as well, and that'll be at the very end of the episode too. So so don't forget to keep the show on even after we've done our uh, QGN community segment and even after the, the credits roll. Uh, we're going to have some nice stuff for you at the very end. Well, uh, Liz, that was amazing. Thank you so much. That, oh how God, how long did that take so- you to put together? A while. Well, I actually had a couple of them that were written a long time ago. That's when I texted you and said, mm-hmm. can we please do a musical episode? And right. somebody yes. said, no. Yes. No. Way. no. Yes. Finally got a musical episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So about a month ago, yeah, I had a couple of those written a long time ago. And then mm-hmm. this week when you finally said, well, if you do something, you can send it in, you know, just to get me to shut up. And that's right. when I contacted everybody else and said, hey, help me out. Wow. So, yeah. Mobilized at the last minute. Well, everyone you, did a fantastic job. We've got to some, send that to me, man. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was, uh, we've got some serious singing talent on. I mean, excluding um, on Brian, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian. Your your ode to Dean was wonderful, but I feel oh that God. it. Uh, you know, no, it was it was great. Yeah, Dude. every bit of it. I can't stop thinking about my fish and uh. bro. <laughs> I yes, loved yes. it. Pop a brisket, yeah. Yeah. pop a brisket and cotton. cotton. With uh, with with talent like Brian's, he's got an uh, unbelievable amount of courage to showcase it. He really does. Oh, he that was you know. And with talent like Brian's, he's going to be a writer for years to come. Years to come. Good job, Brian. We love you. And uh, I had no idea Bradford could sing. I mean, that was he was. Didn't he, he didn't know he was musical? I knew he was musical. I knew he played the sax, but I didn't know like I could probably learn how to play the sax eventually. And and I can't sing. Oh, he's got he's got a great voice. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. really does. Some range on that guy. Great, great job, Bradford. Um. Also, um, yeah, I got to. Uh, I want to add him onto the call eventually. So, me. Um, Do we have to? We we kind of. Yes. We kind of should. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really. No, I'm just kidding. Added in as an <laughs> afterthought. Overlay, but. And we can always kick off Shank. Yeah, of course. That's true. We could kick off Dave. We uh, let me just add Bradford to the call. The uh, the stream's going to look a little weird right now, but let me let me add him to the call because he he should be here. Hey, Joe. What's happening? How, how are you? Oh, aside from 
literally going like 65 miles an hour down a 35 just to get here. Uh, I'm fine. Oh, wonderful. I'm glad you can make the stream. <laughs> Um, first of all, uh, I, I received the, uh, the audio, uh, very, very beautiful job singing, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Liz definitely deserves all the credit for that one. She, uh, she did a good job putting it together, but you did a great job, uh, singing. And I want to just, I want to just tell you, you know, it's 100 episodes. I want to just say thank you very much for everything that you do at, uh, at Quest Gaming Network, uh, being the, the news director and, You've got a great post that you you put up on Elder Scrolls Off the Record, right? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, up really late last night, and I was like, you know what? Let's let's do something special. So I just kind of typed that up last night. I had it kind of in my mind that I was going to do it for a while, but uh, yeah, I finally got to writing it last night. That was just kind of you know a, a recap of the past two years as I saw it, and then you know my experience, how I became from you know just a fan of the show to helping you know, with the network. And, uh, I am, I'm, I'm deeply humbled that you guys have allowed me to, uh, to be a part of it. You know, these past, you know, it'll be two years in April since I started, started writing for you guys. Yeah. And, uh, they've been a lot of fun. I, I can't can't believe it's, it's been, uh, it's been that long. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's been, I think I looked it up right before I typed that piece up just to make sure I didn't get it wrong because, you know, the internet, people will search and point you out. <laughs> and uh, it was like April something, you know, at end of April. So, yeah. Well, yeah, very, very humbled and very, very happy for you guys. Congratulations on a, on 100 episodes. I mean, most podcasts don't make it to 20. And, so. uh, and happy, happy for us, uh, including including you, of course, because of your your hard work and dedication, you've you know, driven a lot of interest towards Quest Gaming Network. And, uh, you know, we, you know, everything here, uh, especially for Elder Scrolls off the record, I mean, you've, you've had, you've helped in. So, so thank you for all of your hard work and dedication and um, many more to come, you know? Yes. Yes. Here's to the next hundred guys. What's, um, what's your favorite <laughs> moment uh, for, for Quest Gaming Network or for, for Elder Scrolls off the record rather? Well, okay, Elder Scrolls off the record, if we're talking about just the podcast, it would probably be the one with that really awesome dude named Bradford who was on it. <laughs> um, no, it was actually just getting that call uh, asking if I would like to be a part of that episode. I was I was really, I was like, wow, okay, didn't think these guys would actually like me to be on a show. I'm surprised they're letting me write for them. <laughs> and uh, it was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, I think my favorite moment being a part of this, though, was sitting in the Microsoft press conference at E3, knowing that, you know, my involvement with the show and your guys' hard work was able to put me there. And, uh, it was, uh, like I said in the piece, I wasn't sugarcoating it. That was literally a dream come true for me. I mean, I've, I watched E3 all the way, you know, when I was a kid, uh, the year that I turned 18, it was finally old enough to go was the year they closed it to the public. And, you know, I never thought I'd get the chance to actually be there. And, uh, thanks to, Thanks to the hard work everyone does around here, it was able to make able to make, be made happen. So, very humbled and very happy. Well, thank you for all of your hard work, man. And uh, you know, we'll be hearing more from uh, from Bradford uh, in the uh, uh, from from now till for forever. So <laughs> keep it locked to elderscrollsofftherecord.com and questgamingnetwork.com yes. for him and his team's uh, impressions on yes. on the things to come. Well, and I, I know I speak for the entire writing staff when we say thank you to you know the four hosts of the show because. If it wasn't for this show, you know, I don't think any of us would have started, you know, even paying attention to Quest Gaming Network. So, um, you know, thank you guys because you've you've been able to allow us to do something we all love and dreamed of. 
You know, I'm sure that you picked that number 20 out of thin air, Joe, but, you know, some podcasts did. get the number 20, cancel, and then come back. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's podcasts like that, so... Yeah, very true. All right, man, we're gonna let you go. We've got uh, we've got John Supa on the call. Uh, you know, if you don't know John, he is a titan here at Quest Gaming Network. He's a um, GPU. He, he he is a GPU. He is the uh, the <laughs> community terrible. manager here at, at Quest Gaming Network. John, you there? Yeah, what's going on? Hey, the call. How are you? Yeah, man. Um, happy what? happy hundred uh, Elder episodes of Elder Scrolls off the record. Yeah, congratulations, guys. Job well done. And and to you, of course. Um, first of all, you know, let's take the time to, to thank you for all the work that you've done here um, in helping to, you know, just sort of build the community and and, um, and help us build the community as well. Now, you, you started, of course, as, as a huge fan, and then uh, we, we recently brought you into the network a couple of months ago. Um, what's, what's one of your, your favorite moments at, at Elder Scrolls Off the Record? Uh, one of my favorite moments has got to be uh, the two-year celebration for QGN uh, during yeah. the Elder Scrolls bit when Shank uh, was forced to uh, commit sacrilege to Todd Howard. <laughs> and, Dark times. Right. In, in that you meant he, he was forced to, uh, through peer pressure, to uh, fast travel in Skyrim to High Rothgar. <laughs> yep. That was great. Very good. Um, awesome. I mean, uh, you know, just, I, I want to appreciate, like, like I said, I appreciate everything that you do. And, uh, of course being in the chat room and all that tonight and, and helping moderate everything. And, uh, so, um, is there anything that you want to, you want to sort of say while, while you're here? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, thanks to the community. Thanks to everyone that goes on the sites and checks us out on the forums, goes to the YouTube page and watches the video that joins us in the Twitch chat. Because of you, that's why everyone here made it to uh, episode 100, and that's why we're going to keep going. So thank you guys for uh, all your support, and I can't wait to jump in game with you guys once uh, ESO releases. That's right. All right, man. Thanks, John. Thanks for uh, for coming out, and uh, again, thanks for all your your hard work in the chat room tonight and keeping things uh, keeping things on the on the level. Cheers, fellas. <laughs> Bye. Uh, wow. Cheers. So, all right, glad glad we got those guys in because they they deserve to be here. Um, while we're sharing memories, why don't we sort of go down go down the list here a little bit and um, start start sharing some of our favorite memories here of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, and then we've got some sound clips for you, um, some iTunes shoutouts that uh, you know a good one, a bad one that we received. Again, we've got some tweets, some fun facts. I mean, we've got uh, some pretty awesome stuff ahead of you for, uh, here right now. So. So let's start with Lou. Uh, what are some of your favorite moments here in the last 100 episodes? Wow, favorite moments. Uh, well, one that came off the top of my head when you actually told us to uh, come up with this really quick, put it on paper. Uh, when, you know, when Dave Shank and I made the best episode ever. <laughs> 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 the, epi- the best episode. Nice. <laughs> and then we made the second best episode ever. <laughs> Not too long after that, I think. <laughs> I was there for the Honestly, first Honestly, I, I don't understand why we're doing an Elder Scrolls Off the Record episode 100. We're still on two. There's only That's been true. two of the greatest episodes ever. So, Right. Only two that count for... Right. Only two that count. Right. So I don't, I don't see why we're even here tonight. Right. The first one where you uh, put Joe and Ivarwin in a Daedric pit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That'd be Pretty it. Much. Damn it. 
Um, and then, gosh, what was the other one? Uh, see, I'm trying. I'm a little vague on this. Trying to remember exactly who we said this to. But the first time one of us ever told Shank, you know, we're gonna put this right here. <laughs> Shank, <laughs> Where we can look at it, it every was, day. Someone came up and was like. Oh, here's this this not amazing thing that I did and put a lot of effort into, and we're like, "That's nice. We'll set it over here, <laughs> right here. We'll put this right over here. Yeah, right, right, the right here, right where everyone can see." And 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 forever referenced uh, thereafter. <laughs> exactly. What else, man? Oh my god! Oh, classic one. Um, when we received an email one day, I think. <laughs> We were in the midst of writing the notes, looking at over the stuff, and Ivarwin pointed out to us, hey, you guys, check out this email. Oh, okay. This guy turned out to be one of our biggest detractors ever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember us, who you're talking about. I hate yeah, that guy. He, yeah, he wrote us a <laughs> scathing email. And here's the kicker, though. He, <laughs> he wrote us a scathing email, but the way he wrote it was an intelligent argument slash debate. So we're like, damn, we just got wrecked over the coals. But you know what? <laughs> he makes sense, and he makes some good points. Mm-hmm. You know, and the funny thing was, you know, a few weeks later, he joined the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I.e., now we have Shake on the show. That's right. Now, now for those of you out there who are wondering um, what that email was, I have it for you right here. <laughs> Are you seriously, dude? I'm not kidding you. So that's why you texted me about that. This is yeah. This is it. This is the the email that uh, as read uh, when we did it live by Dave on um, oh god on Elder Scrolls off the record. Back I then, probably I th- stopped every five minutes to pick it apart. Well, it, I mean, it had to be edited down. I don't remember this. But uh, you're you're gonna love this. This is Shank's very first email to Elder Scrolls off the record. Here we go. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. When I heard news about this MMO, first thing I felt was just anger. Me too, bro. You make an excellent point by saying that the developer of this MMO is catering to the minority of players, those in the WoW camp. This is completely 100% true. Zenimax Online is forgetting who their fans and players are. We are players who love the freedom of a progress-as-you-get-better-in-a-skill system. We love the no-class system of Skyrim. We love the first-person perspective. We love the real-time combat. And let's be honest, the visuals don't hurt either. Thirdly, the reason I love Elder Scrolls more than any other reason is that it's a single-player experience. Allow me to explain. In Skyrim, Oblivion, and Skyrim, Oblivion, and Morrowin, I am the hero. Me, my character. I control the pace of my game. I decide what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. As soon as you open it up to multiple players, I'm no longer the hero. That personality is gone. Suddenly, I'm sharing my experience with everyone else, and it's no longer a unique one. All right, That's I'm, what saddens me the most. I'm going to hit this one hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut it off right there. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Shank's very first email to Elder Scrolls off the record. And uh and one of Lou's favorite favorite moments of the show. So what you're saying is right in arguing with you guys 
being a jerk and crushing your dreams, and you'll have a good possibility of being a host on the show one day. Absolutely. Yes, but do it with a proper writing style, including grammar. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually what really got me, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll actually listen to this guy in, uh, until, uh, yeah, then you brought until him on the show. Yeah. No, no, I did a show with him. It was his first show, and I was on there, and I texted to Ivar went afterward, and I said, this guy's really good. He's got some personality. He doesn't sound like an idiot. And then he got on the show and started dude broing and everything, and I was like, oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> Liz created a monster. Oh, God. Well, see, my experience is similar, Liz, because I really liked Shank until the first time he said he hated Argonians. <laughs> <laughs> and as Scale Lord Corv, we can't have that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's very interesting. <laughs> Scale Lord Corp. Uh Lou, what what about uh I mean anything else here that, that you want to kind of call out while we're while we're doing this? Yeah, uh and, and lastly, uh, you know, just the fact that uh you know, one day when the show is very, 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 very young, uh uh Joe and the other Joe had <laughs> dropped a you know hint me, you know what? Maybe you could do a uh you know, do you want to do a lore segment since you know a lot about the game? And I was like, what? Hmm. You know, being, you know, given the green light uh, to showcase my nerddom even more by talking about the lore of the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, that's, you know, that'll be one of my most favorite moments ever. Little did you know that it was going to become a requirement that any time we put you on any show, there's going to be a lore segment and you're going to do it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's part of my job description now you must research the lore we uh we Will actually be a bigger nerd <laughs> <laughs> that's uh i the the lore segment for for this uh, this show has is actually one of the the parts of this show that i think has has helped with the longevity um it it, it at the time there were a couple of Skyrim podcasts out, and and this show was the first one to sort of say, um, instead of talking about all gameplay all the time, why don't we sort of you know call attention to the fact that this game's got you know thousands of years of lore built into the game, and you know I didn't know anyone else other than other than Lou that would be just absolutely perfect for for the uh, the job, and um, and he certainly has has taken it and owned it and run with it. So um, here's here's to Lou with my water bottle here, the Louis Alon. The lore master of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, a man I've come to greatly respect. Thank you so much for your hard work, your dedication, week after week in presenting top-notch, well-researched, highly informational, and unbelievably entertaining lore topics for this great game of Elder Scrolls. Thank you, sir. Um, by the way, we also received a, a tweet from Maluka, um, which I'm very excited about, who says, uh, Maluka says, guys, congratulations on episode 100. Thank you so much, Malu. We pre- really appreciate the uh, the shout out. Uh, Dave, what about well, you, man? What's some of your, your, favorite, uh, your favorite moments here? <clears throat> well, my favorite, most favorite moment above everything else, and it's already been said once. Mm-hmm. Was Shanks fast travel? <laughs> Supa's absolutely right. Yes. Shanks fast travel is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, it is 
I, in fact, when I'm having a bad day, I go on to our, our YouTube at youtube.com slash quest gaming network. And I watch that video on repeat. It's hysterical. And cackle. <laughs> it's on a loop. <laughs> it, it, uh, it is, it is on a loop. Anyway, um, um <laughs> honestly, I, I have something for each of you. Um, my co-hosts, not the two tagalongs. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't make enough for the cl- whole class. Anyway, um, <laughs> wow. so Shanks is his fast travel. Lou, honestly, my favorite thing that he's ever done is his lore, and in fact, the vampire lore. I yeah. found that exceptionally yeah. interesting. Uh, just the amount of detail that they had in stuff that they've never really shown in games. I I didn't realize that, and uh, really, Lou. I didn't know that there was that much detail at all in these games until you just delved into it week after week. Uh, Dave, let me just stop you there real quick. I actually have the video that we're talking about. Oh, please play it. Here we go. This is Shank, <laughs> peer pressure, fast traveling to High Rothgar at the uh, the two-year QGN anniversary. All right, that's fine. Hey, Rothgar, there you go, do it. Okay, 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 okay. I'm so sorry, Todd Howard. (laughs) I just keep that on play. I'm so sorry, Todd Howard. I have that on a T-shirt. Can I I just say, in my defense, to somehow wipe my slate clean of that, I fast-traveled and immediately then threw myself, world-world sprinted off of the face of the throat of the world, so... Still happened. All right, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at this point, I think the episode name has to be episode 100, Blast on Shank. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Dave. My my favorite of Arwen moment... um, Actually, I I have two... uh, Three of these. It's It's weird. Varwin becoming a vampire <laughs> yes. was amazing. <laughs> what, in Oblivion? Uh, I believe it was, yeah. Yeah. And you had to find a way to cure yourself. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Just that entire thing. That Beautiful. was on, on my way down to actually uh, doing the starting the Knights of the Nine quest, which I hadn't known was the beginning of the Knights of the Nine quest. I was, I don't know, I was in some town in Oblivion all the way up north, and I figured I want to, you know, feel like a paladin, so let me start doing quests for the uh, the local church. So I start basically what turned out to be the beginning of the Knights of the Nines quest, and I walk everywhere in Oblivion like like Shank taught me to. Yeah. And, uh, which I love doing, and on my way down, I, I basically got bit by a vampire and turned into one. And that turned into this huge, epic, grand quest where now I'm I'm a a paladin trying to redeem his soul uh, to get rid of this vampirism. And I I eventually did after you know um, you know after a lot of uh, after trying very hard. And then I continued the Knights of the Nine quest, and I eventually came to to finish that too. So that that was a that was a lot of fun and a favorite moment for me as well. Uh, Dave, what else? Well, the stream went down, uh, but other than that, I, I appreciate your dead Nord girl. Okay, <laughs> that's been a, a big that's been a big favorite so far. <laughs> um, I don't know. Am I continuing? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, 
I didn't know because the stream was down. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess we have audio. Uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, you're, I, I know we're going to talk about it a lot tonight, but honestly, your dead Nord girl is the greatest thing ever. Um, I think we even had a song about it. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> Which, that was... I've been waiting to play that one for so long. <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. But my number one favorite thing, which I got tweets for weeks afterwards, is Don't Let Dave. <laughs> and if you don't know what this is, Avarwin ended one of our streams and cut it off just a bit too early. And it ended with, and remember everybody, Don't Let Dave... Right, and that and that had basically been it. Yeah, and then everybody in the chat's like, "Don't let Dave what?" <laughs> People start to check in their their closets for me at night. People check under their beds. I still get messages of people telling me that their kids cry because they think the Dave is going to come get them. It's terrible. <laughs> the, the Dave is going to come and get them. I, I don't think it's that bad, but still. <laughs> uh that's that's my moments. I picked a few. Okay. And um and and uh let's see who else we have here. Um Shank, what about yours? Where where are some of your your favorite moments here? Um this first one I actually uh forgot to write, but it ties into I mean, writing that email, I I owe so much to that email uh for even cuz that helped me get on the QGN radar as it were. Uh, cause I had been listening to the show forever and I was like, I have something to say. And if I don't write this email, I'm going to hate myself. So I, I wrote it. Um, and I guess the rest is history after that. Um, but that, that first episode when I was on that made my day cause I got an email from like at work or something, uh, from a Varwin telling me, Hey dude, you want to like come get on the show or whatever? I was like, okay, cool. So that was awesome. And it was perfect because it was my first time on Elder Scrolls. And what were we talking about? We were talking about Oblivion. And that made me super happy. <laughs> really, really, really happy. Because, uh, I, I mean, Liz, talking, going back and forth with Liz just on, like, the amazing experience of, like, the Thieves Guild and everything was just awesome. Um, this, this next one was, <laughs> actually, it was on the same episode. It was, like, the last things we were talking about. Yeah, And it was, you know. It was what our sign off at the end. Yeah, it was. It was a sign off, and Dave just went. Um, I don't want Shank back. <laughs> <laughs> totally lost it. <laughs> and it's something that I keep repeating to this day in a, in a different permutation, as it were. But it is hilarious. I, I just the sincerity in which he said it was just perfect. Um, of course, the dead Nord girl. Every single time I live stream and I happen to be in that area of uh, Skyrim. Oh, yeah, you've got to find her and throw her in the river and put a flower on top of her. I mean, oh, yeah. No, see, that's I never do that, though, because it, in, to, to spite of Arwen, what I always do is I go find her, <laughs> steal all her stuff, and then just gracelessly just toss her in the river. She just clunks to the opposite side, and I just let her sit there floating. That's um, terrible. Oh, my God. It's a video game, Liz. It's not real life, okay? Oh, oh, you heard him say it. You heard him say it. You just heard him say it. it's not real life. Wow. Shank, I'm, I'm really disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm going to quote this Dude. on episode 200. You are a horrible virtual person. 
<laughs> um. So yeah, that I mean, you how can you you can't not like the dead Nord girl. Um, it, it's just it's just awesome. And then some of the other things. Um, of course, things just keep getting better. The the introduction of that purely because Liz hates it, I think should be mentioned. I hate that with a passion. I hate that more than you're talking about graphics stuff. Wow. Oh, speaking of graphics, one of the things oh, that oh, I love doing is hand. it's yeah oh, yeah drinking game right. I forgot. The a lot of people. Uh, it's very very humbling when there's a lot of people in chat for this show. Like whenever I mention ENB and even on Twitter, you know, reaching out to me and asking, "Hey, you know, like I've got this setup. What kind of mods do you recommend?" And hey, these are my ENB settings. And like, I love doing that. It's it's just fun and it fosters a sense of community that I think is, this show is really really you know perpetuating uh, for a good reason. So like, just helping people out like that. Especially with something that I'm passionate about, which is, you know, modding Skyrim. And, uh, of course, really what got me onto this network was my writing. And, therefore, I will always be grateful to it. So, you know, writing for Bradford and the rest of the news team and the rest of the, uh, you know, the network and stuff. I I love just putting out my op-heads out there, man. It's surprising to me every day that I will text Bradford. I'm like, dude, this is going to be a really controversial and divisive topic. And he's like... Just, I don't care. Put it out, man. And I put it out and I expect hate mail. And so many times people are like, you know what, Shank, you, you're describing what I feel. And that's very surprising and humbling. So that's honestly one of my continually memorable moments of uh, the show. It's just, you know, just writing uh, for it. Uh, just, I, I love it. Yeah. And, and I, I appreciate all of the uh, controversial views that, that you have brought because <laughs> – no, I do. Um, because honestly, you keep us honest. When it comes to the MMO and it comes to what Elder Scrolls games should be, you know, it's it's very easy for for people like us who, um, you know, our show is is reliant on the success of of the video game of of the MMO. Um, it's it's very easy for us to sort of forget that and just sort of be um, unabashed. Uh, fanboys and white knights for the MMO and you you sort of remind us that you know hey uh, there was 20 years worth of, of Elder Scrolls games um, in history here that we, we need to recall back to before we, we start getting you know all, all flowery on, on the MMO and you're, you're, you're very rarely ever 100% wrong and you're your um your opinions are always dead on and i do appreciate you bringing that to the show and that's why i asked you to come on to the show because i knew you would do that for us and and i've i've never looked back no matter how controversial some of your your uh topics have been well thanks man i appreciate it um let's see moving on to to liz um uh, obviously you're you're not a a host here at elder scrolls off the record but i mean you might as well be because you you're always just so wonderful and generous to us with your time um you're a great host of rift off the record you've been a host here before um you're our good friend and you you never let us down when it comes to being there in the chat room and interfacing with the chat and just just hanging out and being you so so to the indomitable liz mistress lebeau thank you and what are some of your favorite moments from the show that one right there, that was sweet. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Of course, I love the Dead Nor Girl. I mean, I loved it so much that I wrote a freaking song about it. <laughs> and um, I think one of my favorites was the first time that you interacted with me in chat. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. They're not just some, you know, voices out in the void. Holy crap. That's yeah. really cool. That's what I like about the chat room, though, on all of these shows. When you interact with them, they're just like, what? Oh, oh they're really paying attention. Oh, my gosh. That was great. Absolutely. Um, you what? Absolutely. It's it's fun, and that's a, a lot of the reason why a lot of people do podcasts live like this. I mean, it's just, it's just great. Um, my favorite funniest moment was your talking dog when you were like, hey, uh, this Daedric Prince. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Cried, made it into a ringtone, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you really? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, uh, we oh. got this uh, Daedric Prince over here, and he's, uh, he's a little cross with you at the moment. Uh <laughs> It's, uh, what was his name? Barnabas? Barabbas? Yeah. Barabbas? Barnabas? Barabbas? Something like that. Barnabas? I, I liked when Dave talked about that Rabbis. particular quest, and he's like, so I thought about it. You know, you could have a dog, or you could get this axe. <laughs> and then he's like, but the dog keeps pushing you. It, it just won't leave you alone. So it wasn't much it of a like choice. Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how they. Uh, it, it's it's absolutely hysterical. They've got a dog in Skyrim with a Brooklyn accent. Oh my god! <laughs> From the fifties. Walking here, <laughs> he pushes you constantly. If you yeah, he, he pushes. It was, it was a very difficult choice for about the first second or so. <laughs> Nobody wanted to keep that dog. Oh no. gosh! And now I got to bring up Wabajack. That was good. And then Wabba when you Jack. tried to, to get Maluka to do it. Yeah. And she was like, Wabaja. Well, we. She had no idea why you were saying it that way. I thought that was great. Oh, God. Um, she, yeah. And then she had to expressly tell us that, no, 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 you idiots. I understand what you're saying. I just don't understand the intonation. Yes. <laughs> and we're oh like, oh, my what? God. That's when I fell in love with her right then. And she was just like, come on. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> she was saying what we were all thinking. And Pretty much. I did like being a guest on the show, of course. And I liked it. We were talking about the the office of QGN, this fake office, and um, QGN Manor. QGN Manor, mm -hmm. uh, which it became after that. But um, and you had told Widget to go change the water cooler, and he goes, "No, that's Liz's job." And I was like, "Oh, because I'm a female, that's what you wanted." And everybody on there <laughs> reacted with the greatest uh, uh, defense of, "Oh, don't say that to a girl ever," kind of thing. That was that was fun. No, my favorite was when you made a comment about sticking up for the Xbox people. Dude, that was my episode. last one. That was going to be my last one. That time then I stuck got up for my all peeps. kinds of hate mail. That's that time I stuck up for my peeps. Well, hold on. I think I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about, and I got it right here. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ready? <laughs> no. Right. And I would love to see you. I'm just trying to stick up for my people. Come on. <laughs> I'm representing. <laughs> oh, my God. You got an audio file. Wait, hold on. Right. And I would love to see you. I'm just trying to stick up for my people. Come on. <laughs> Representing, and you'll notice that the show just kept conducting while she was saying that, but the listeners picked up on it. Oh my god, we had so much hate mail for us. What? Congratulating. Yeah, Varwin never plays on his console. <laughs> no, in fact, he says about seven times in the first ten episodes. I recommend, guys, if you can't get it on PC. I had it on Xbox. I never looked back. <laughs> 
didn't matter. It didn't matter. Is no, it did matter because that's no. why I said it because because there was a lot of PC talk, and of course I'm also a poor person that I can't afford a computer that can play it. So I get very defensive when somebody talks about being right. able to and mod their game, and I can't to stick up for my people. Come on, representing. Well, the reason for that, Liz, is because, like, at this point with Skyrim being a few years old, most console people traded it in and used it as right, credit right, for right. other games. And PC people, we still have it on Steam. But that, but at that point, it was brand new. <laughs> right. And I would love to see a. Glo- I'm just trying to stick up for my people. Come on, <laughs> I'm representing. But- <laughs> Awesome. Oh, I've got so many, so many here. We're about to get into some of my favorite moments, which are all these sound clips from from one to a hundred. But um, Fred, the 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 <gasps> oh, his... I just thought of one. Oh, uh, okay, Liz, what what is it? It was it was the time Fred was talking about all of his skills and stuff, and he was like, "Yes, yes." <laughs> and then you go, "Did you include the partridge in the pear tree?" <laughs> what a what a jerk, Fred! I'm a I'm a jerk, and I'm really sorry for being such a jerk to you. Ah, uh, you don't have to tell me, Evarwin. I've known you for two years now. <laughs> but that's okay because I have an entire show where I'm dedicated to being a jerk to you. That that is true. Yeah, uh, that is true. Yeah. Sith Lord Corv is always is always harassing poor Jedi Master Evarwin. And, and Fred, on to you. I mean, what what are some of your favorite moments here at, at Elder Scrolls Off the Record? <clears throat> Okay, listen up while Scale Lord Corv goes over his favorite moments of this podcast. Here we go. Uh-oh, get ready. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this as per the hosts, starting with the originals. And favorite moment for Joe was when he talked about the painted cow that killed him. <laughs> he, he went on and on about how tough this red guard, two-handed wielding yes. monstrosity was. And then he attacked the painted cow and died. <laughs> That that really was just an amazing, amazing, amazing. Just that was so. I think that was one of Joe's fo- funniest moments, like genuinely funny moment. That was great. Yeah. I actually did write a song about that, and um, I was thinking about including it in a special episode or something for the songs. And that, dear friends, is why in my mod there's a tiny painted cow that you can get as a follower behind the sleeping giant inn named Widget Bane. That was great. And then my favorite Ivarwin moment was when Ivarwin was talking about his gameplay and how he went inside of this dungeon and he was just certain that there was this elaborate trick to progressing further in this dungeon. So what did he do? (laughs) He used a minor tactical maneuver to lock himself between two doors that the levers were on the other sides of the door. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Yeah, nice uh, fast run you had there, Varwin. Remember that time he recorded, it really but he didn't press the record button? And then it, it was just hilarious because he goes on to say that he had to roll back his save a little bit, and then he just went right through it like it was nothing the second time. Oh, yeah. Trying to make it a little more overcomplicated than it was, I guess. I'm good at doing that. I, I completely overcomplicate situations. Yeah, here, Varwin, have some lockpicks. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the time that Ivarwin went on to say that he already did the Mage College quest one time and he wanted no part of doing that again. So he opened up the console and sh- Sir cheats a lot. Yes! Pulled it himself. Yes! 
into the dungeon using the console, and then ported himself back out using the console commands. I seem to remember oh. someone else cheating just a little bit worse. Than I that. was just going to say that, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I, I could. Do we remember this? God, Liz who was cheater. that? What? What? Liz is a cheater. <laughs> oh my no, god! No, she's an exploitress. And, she's yes, an exploitress. Totally and for those different. Of you that may not remember, Liz is cheating. Was when we were doing the leveling challenge, and Liz was talking to somebody repeatedly to raise her speech craft. That's not cheating. It was. That wasn't cheating. It wasn't. It wasn't cheating, Liz. They wouldn't have patched it out of the game. Did they patch it out of the game? Yes, they did. Out of the PC version of the game. Out of both. Yeah. It went to the consoles too. Yeah, after I brought attention to it. <laughs> Such a pioneer. Indeed. And then Dave, my favorite moment with Dave was oh, the time that Joe asked him to join the network and he said no on the air. <laughs> just, like, just like, so I'm going to do this here on the air right now. Dave Adams, do you want to join the Quest Gaming Network? Well, hold on, Fred. I mean, I think you might be talking about this. <laughs> Again, it's the pigtails in my Wabajack. I'm going to do this live on the air. Dave, hmm? would you like to be a permanent member of the Quest Gaming Network, sir? No. Okay. <laughs> Are you kidding? You have to ask? Come on. Hey, face official. Oh, but come on. You didn't have Joe's reaction after that when he goes, okay, never mind. Never. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, we had to cut it short. God, that's funny. And then my favorite Lou moment was during the first five episodes when he was talking about the saving feature where he he had disabled his actual autosave because he was so afraid he was going to lose his save files because he started talking about an oblivion. He had overwritten his save files and had to replay through several oh, hours oh, yeah, of game oh, content. God. And it got oh. even better because the very next episode, Ivarwin started talking about his first live stream when he overrode his saved character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Joe was like, do you think you ran into a bug or something? And Yvonne's like, sounding all depressed. He's like, no, I really, I think it was something I did because I got on and I played again today and I did the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly the best. <laughs> and my favorite Shank moment, you know, since I quit actually listening to the show when he joined the cast, was a few <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> what, what was it, Fred? The cotton voice a few minutes ago. That, yeah, pretty amazing. <laughs> All right. You got anything else, man? But just before everybody starts sending emails to Elder Scrolls off the record, I do still listen to the show. <laughs> we know. Sometimes. <laughs> you wouldn't you be the QGN historian if, if you didn't. Um, all right. Well, I guess if, if that's it and uh, if everyone weighed in, um, I don't think I missed anyone, did I? I do want to say that my nieces have some favorite moments because they've watched this show a couple times. Oh, what's and, some of their favorite moments? And they loved it when, when you told them to go to bed or else the trolls would get them. Thanks for that, by the way. Hey, you're welcome. That's what I do. And they Parenting. loved Mr. Man with the pigtails. I don't even have pigtails anymore. But they still call you the pigtail guy. Oh, God. Yeah. What the hell kind of mascot are you, Dave? One with pigtails? pigtails? You're welcome. He's <laughs> <laughs> just... Just relegating Dave to mascot status? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to picking on Shank again. <laughs> Aw. 
Well, uh, here here are some of my favorite moments compiled in um, uh, or audio format. Now, I did promise everyone that we would have the original bumpers on the show, and we are going to play them right now, starting with the original Skyrim off-the-record theme. Quest Gaming Podcast presents Skyrim Off the Record. That's that is the very first theme for Skyrim off the record. Uh, Man. <laughs> it, it's funny because you could see on everybody's faces that they all got super interested when the theme started playing, like they were getting ready for a great episode of Skyrim off the record. Yeah. Well, what? Never happened, but uh, <laughs> like Shank was sitting there with his eyes all glazed over, like staring into space while the theme was playing. It was great. I think it's a very pretty theme. I think it's a little too long, so <laughs> no, I forget what I'm about to listen to. <laughs> uh, here are here are some of the the old bumpers that maybe you remember. This was actually called the Tamriel Times. Yay! Confirmation by Imperial State: Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Yarl of Windhelm appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times, your source for news in Skyrim. <laughs> I don't know who did that Nord voice, but it was terrible. Uh, here's the crafting table, which is now the mod challenge the of the week. Table. Uh, here is let's see um our our original bumper for the elder scroll which everyone now knows as lose lore segment fragment of time, a piece of creation, a record of history, history itself, the Elder Scroll. (laughs) (laughs) Humble beginnings, folks, humble beginnings. Man, I motion that that one should come back. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have to say it scroll again? (laughs) Everybody send Ivarwin hate mail until he brings that the, one back. The Elder Scroll. <laughs> uh, we actually had a community segment at the very end of the show 
uh, called the town square. Here's the bumper for that. Hear that? Something's going on in the town square. <laughs> Hear that? Loved it. Um, here's a little clip from the very first episode of Skyrim Off of the Record called The Thanes. So what we're going to do with yes! the, the Skyrim Off the Record is it was, like I said, it was conceived initially to be a community podcast. So we're going to, you know, we're going to go as long as, as the show is, is popular, to be honest. <laughs> episode one right there. Uh, and here we are at, at 100. And to, I guess, uh, sort of finish off on that thought here. Uh, here's a sound clip about the duration of the show. Yeah, we're going to keep doing Skyrim off the record for as long as you guys keep listening. As long as we're, you know, as long as we have an audience, we're going to serve them. And um, we, we have, as you can see today, you know, the uh, creative juices in this show are still flowing. I mean, we've re- we released, you know, out of nowhere, a new segment. So no worries, guys. You like this show, we're keep gonna we're going to keep doing it. We'll find something to talk about. <laughs> no worries. Now, uh, now, Fred reminded me earlier today that that was based off of an email that we received, which was, uh, Fred, what, I mean, you, you remember probably a little bit better than I do on this. What, what was the, uh, the email about? It was an email where somebody had basically written in because you guys had just announced that you're going to start Star Wars off the record. Mm. And they wrote in concerned, asking you if Skyrim off the record was going to go away to make room for the new podcast. Right. Yeah. And obviously that was not the case. <laughs> yeah. You basically explained that you were getting rid of the Quest show because it was terrible and repurposing that into Star Wars off the record. Which also was terrible until Switch Warrior Forge came along. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your unabashed opinion, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was on the tail end of Star Wars off the record, so I can say that. You are. That's very true. Uh, let's see. Here's here's a uh, – now, yeah, let's uh, let's see. Here's why I didn't like Oblivion, and um, someone had reminded me to put this into the show because, as you can tell, now, uh, 100 episodes later and with so many hours of, of um, Elder Scrolls games under my belt, I would say that uh, things have changed quite a bit since I last said this. <laughs> I spent 50 hours in the game, all right? I've got a good knowledge. we got a basic working knowledge of, yeah. of Skyrim. I, I played about maybe you know 10 hours of, of Oblivion. and You know what killed me about Oblivion was that um, you didn't have a good you know third-person perspective in Oblivion, so I wasn't really too interested in it. But gotcha. In any event, let's not get too sorry. <laughs> wow, y'all it, were experts in the It's interesting you mentioned that. Because you were also asked the question as to what disappointed you the most about Skyrim in the early episodes. And do you remember what your answer was, Evarwin? Not at all. You actually said that the reason you didn't like Skyrim was because it was too open and they didn't give you enough direction. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a noob. Totally different now. Totally different. Well... <laughs> You know, at the time, I think most of us had had really been MMO gamers, and you know, when yep. you're an MMO gamer, everything is just go here, do that, come back, and here's another quest. Go here, do that, and come back, and here's another quest. In Elder Scrolls, and it took me a little while to get used to this, but I definitely, obviously, I love it far more. Is is just the open world sandbox feeling, and um, 
very difficult to do for an MMO, but I th- I think Elder Scrolls Online has has got you know a good portion of that in there. If anyone's interested in hearing the whole thing, check out episode six of Skyrim Off the Record. It was the very first Bannered Mare segment. Yeah. Um, we played this already, but I think it, it begs being played again. Right. And I would love to see a glo- I'm just trying to stick up for my people. Come on. Um, <laughs> oh, represent Jesus, but... <laughs> Sorry, it needs to be done. It was amazing. One more time. <laughs> right. And I would love to see, see a glo- I'm just trying to stick up for my people. Come on. Um, <laughs> represent it. But... Uh, that got me banned from you guys for so long. We're like, we're not talking to her. Oh, we didn't ban you. Stop. We just didn't email you. <laughs> uh, Dave gets hired. <laughs> Again, it's the pigtails in my wabajack. I'm going to do this live on the air. Dave, hmm? would you like to be a permanent member of the Quest Gaming Network, sir? No. Okay. <laughs> well, that's done. Are you kidding? You have to ask? Come on. <laughs> hey, make it official. Pretty awesome. Uh, we played Shank's email. This is his first episode. Um, that, that other voice that you just heard, that inkling of a voice that, that is out there. You've heard the name. You've heard us discuss this person's thoughts. Uh, this person, anytime he, he emails us, we get probably just about the most insightful, in-depth, well-thought-out, well-written discussion topics that we would love to say... You're a jerk. Leave us alone. But we can't ignore him because he's just so well thought out and we have to call attention to him. The one and only Shank the Tank, our our emailer. Oh, my God. This is that guy? <laughs> That's that guy. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Ivarwin, for that pretty awesome intro. Um, really great to be on the show. Um, huge fan. Uh, great to be on the show with uh, Liz. And uh, Dave as well. I'm pretty psyched. And uh, hello, Internet Land. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're we're fans. We're fans of you. Anytime we see an email in our inbox, and it says yeah. "Shank the Tank" on there, we always say, "This has got to be good." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, what can I say, man? I mean, this is like this is by far and away my favorite podcast. And just to be, wow. you know, to know that there's a community out there that just loves this game. And Elder Scrolls, as much as I do, is just—it's just awesome. Well, we're we're excited to have you here, and we've got a big show planned. Lots of in-game, lots of discussion topics. What do you think about that, Shank? You know what? It's that that excitement is still there, man. I mean, it's 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 awesome because I. I it's a trip down memory lane for sure. <laughs> I, I haven't. When you played that email, like I hadn't read or heard of. Like I honestly forgot about it for a while until you brought it up again. It's just like, man, it's, it's, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. Uh, I think everyone will remember this. Pew pew. Oh, yeah, this is the one I saw. This <clears throat> ring, get ready for the ultimate Skyrim mod. It's not a true story. <laughs> Starring <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Freeman. Prepare to be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too good. 
See that? He got like a whole village of guards. Quiet. Uh, pew pew. That'll never Dude, go that's away. That's awesome. That was from Crispy, right? Yeah. Do you had... have, a, have you ever installed that mod and you play the game for the first time and that guy runs off and he's still in his handcuffs at the very beginning of the game? If you forget you have that on and you hear that and you see that guy go down, it's the funniest damn thing you'll ever see. <laughs> it's just like, you're not going to catch me. Here, here's, a, here's a very interesting one. Uh, I like to call this Joe Calls the MMO. Stories. Oh, yeah. Bethesda, make a Elder Scrolls MMORPG with this system. Do it. That would be amazing. Uh, do it. Imagine the outpouring of support the fan base would have. I mean, look at these games, the Elder Scrolls from the beginning. Yeah. People playing, you know, with maybe the- so- on, a, on a legacy machine playing Arena. Yeah. Playing Daggerfall just because those games were were so good. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny about that was Joe was almost batting a thousand because he also called two of the three DLCs that Skyrim yep. had. Yep. In episode four, he called the player housing customization DLC, and in episode five, he talked about revisiting Morrowind and meeting a former or current Dragonborn. I love that the uh, the fact that he just you know he he basically vocalized everything that we were thinking at the time, and uh, it was just it was it was just spot on and and a very lucky call for for all of us. Uh, I remember the next three episodes were all about you guys talking about that too. <laughs> yeah, we we did a series called Building the MMO based on yeah, that. Oh, yeah. and the the game that we had conceived was just so god awful, and I'm. <laughs> Yeah. It really we're not devs. Oh my god! Oh god! Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but let me tell you, I mean, it was just amazing to just to to say this stuff, and then you know, a couple of months later, they're like, "Oh, by the way, guys, we're doing an MMO." We're like, <gasps> "Which, uh, by the way, um, hold on, here we go." <laughs> uh, yeah, ESO announced. <laughs> I'm totally excited about being here. I totally, totally excited about being here. Joe said. When when the when the news dropped, okay, all of a sudden it was the the heavens parted and Bethesda said, "And lo, there shall be the Elder Scrolls Online." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Joe was like, "Dude, we're totally doing a point five show." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> And if Arwen's face melts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was at, and I was at work too, and like everyone was staring at me like, what's wrong with this guy? I'm like, ah! <laughs> you it's seen like it. moment at the mouth, having a seizure, just you know, Arwen, on the floor. like sent us messages of him actually finding out. He's like dressed in full uniform, throwing his arms up in the air, waving them side to side. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> well, I know, I know that when I. <laughs> You know, when we did the point five episode, mm-hmm. we were just going and going, going like crazy. I fell asleep at the end of the episode. Did you really? That was During a long record. episode. It was long. Oh. We had so much to cover and that was that was We had bre- so much to cover that I fell asleep at the end of the episode. Yeah. And that might happen now. 
<laughs> yeah, like I'm considering a nap, and we're not even halfway through the show. <laughs> well, you should have had all that wine. Yeah, exactly. uh, I have about half a bottle. I mean, I'm doing good. Like, oh my god, am, you amateur! Wow. I know. I'm trying to hold back. Like, I'm totally not going to have any more of this. <laughs> <laughs> Here, well, speaking of Dave and some some difficult things for him to get get through, uh, this may have been the most difficult name uh, that we've ever received and called out in our iTunes shoutouts. <laughs> All right. The next email comes from, I guess. Oh, that's why oh. I gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's written in Anazazi. It, it means uh, material or something. Right. <laughs> now, Dave, says, how, how do we recognize it's Anasazi, Dave? It's the long string of consonants. <laughs> well, no, it, it's it's actually new Anazazi. So that it's one of those weird words. Anyway. Um, this one means- says, hey there, guys, it's me. I did not realize that my name was when making my iTunes account, all the account names I wanted weren't letting me use them. So I raged and clicked a bunch of letters on my keyboard. Thank you so much for shouting out my wild and weird name out on the show. And I'm pretty sure Dave pronounced my name right. Guilty bow. He has yes, no idea uh, if he did or not. It's just, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> it, I, it really did. It looked like a face roll. If it was made out of ones and twos, it'd be an arcane mate. It was, <laughs> it, it was pretty bad. Hey, we should have arcane mate just now. <laughs> It, it really, it does look reminiscent of an arcane mage rotation, because it's all S's and H's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're in an X-Files episode. You know, the biggest question that comes from this isn't how he got the name or how you pronounce it. It's how the hell do you remember it to put it back in the next time you want to log into your account? Exactly. You, know, you, you, you log in by box. your email address. Yeah. That's cheating. That, that like is Liz. cheating. <laughs> I agree. It's cheating. Um, here's uh, here's <laughs> now now we've we've actually had the the opportunity to to talk with some pretty big uh, people over in in Bethesda and uh, Zenimax Online Studios. Here's here's some people that that you may you may remember us uh, calling out. Hank was was awesome enough to step aside so we could bring in a special guest tonight. Mr. Matthew Grandstaff. Matt. Hey, how are you guys? And uh, maybe you remember uh, this gentleman right here. Okay, so um, I'm walking around over here, and who do I see is Pete Hines, <laughs> uh, Vice President of Bethesda Softworks. Pete, it's great to see you. How are you? Great to see you. You having fun? I'm having a blast. You saw me over there. I was playing, you know, yeah. derping around over there. Um, so we, we spoke earlier today. Um, <laughs> Man, you could tell by his voice he was still pissed about that whole Dongate thing. He definitely wanted to punch me in the face. <laughs> you know, he, I mean, him and I have never been in the same room together I think he's scared. I I think it has nothing to do with that. I think he probably just... Yeah. Yeah, On I the think... same note, the dude plays soccer, please don't kick me. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people just move away from the smell when you're coming, Dave. 
Oh man, no, we're, that's why I don't bathe. We uh, we we joke around. I mean, of course, we've you know been outspoken about some things, but um, you know, it was nice to be able to sit down at the same table with uh, good old Mister Pete Hines and and have a have an awesome conversation and, and sort of uh, you know come to you know just have a great conversation and, and hang out. And, and he uh, he doesn't hate us at all whatsoever. Now, <laughs> I just imagine at some point somebody at Zenimax told him he had to be friends with you, or he was going to go the way of Stephen Reed. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh highly doubtful. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe this gentleman right here from Zenimax Online Studios. And and today's emperor, developer emperor, is Nick Conkle, lead gameplay designer for Elder Scrolls Online. Hi guys. Uh, I don't I don't have a funny to be. <laughs> Wait. You called him the Emperor? Uh developer emperor of, of the week, yeah. That's dude, that's Das Conk. Das Conk. Le Conk. Yeah. Uh, or or this gentleman from Zenmax Online Studios. We are joined by a very special guest this evening, the tantalizing Paul Sage. Hello out there. Hey! <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Welcome, good sir. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And the the last and final uh, moment from from Elder Scrolls off the record, uh, my one of my top top five favorite moments regarding this show is the night that Maluka sang to us live. Here's that song in its entirety. I would like to introduce to you guys Maluka. Our hero, our hero claims a warrior's heart. I tell you, I tell you, the dragonborn comes With a voice-wielding power of the ancient Nord art Believe, believe, the dragonborn comes It's an end to the evil of all Skyrim's foes Beware, beware, the dragonborn comes For the darkness has passed and the legend yet grows You'll know, you'll know, the dragonborn's come Wow, 
Wow. Thank well, you, guys. Well done. Excuse me. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I wanted to come through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, that's it, guys. Those are my favorite moments from from uh, the entire run of the show, from episodes one to a hundred. Those were the uh, the ones I had I had picked out, and I said, you know what this this needs to absolutely absolutely make it. Um, on top of maybe you heard this in a minute. But there's one I fear. In their tongue, he's Dovahkiin, Dragonborn, who shall <laughs> And our ESO cheer! Was that the time you had the man purse? Wow. No, that was... The purse. That was before That's the man purse. That's something we should talk about. <laughs> that was before that. Earn your beads of Arwen. That's right. Well, for old-time fans, does anybody else know the first time something else happened on episode six other than the bannered mare? Mm, no, what's up? It was the very first meat and potatoes mention of the series. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh, okay. And 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 thus began a long string of of meat and potatoes <laughs> throughout the show. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just say that you know remember that Maluka episode as you just just did it? Mm-hmm. I remember wanting to yell at you guys. I actually got in Skype to Skype you guys and tell you that you're not supposed to leave a singer not talking for that long before you want to sing her live. Don't ever do that again to her. <laughs> I'm scolding you right now um and i'm sure it's uh good, good advice i mean I, why why is that Big, well your vocal cords get rested and all that stuff and then it comes back and it's a little phlegmy oh so she was worried why? about that that's why she, i remember that one because yeah the chat kept going down we had to ban people and then um yeah she she was getting worried because she was like i don't know if i could do this live anymore <laughs> oh great yeah i i I had no idea about that until now. <laughs> I know you didn't. Way to just I'm put them out there on the anniversary episode, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> and it's reasons that? like this why you've only been on the show four times. Hey, this is why oh, you have an edit we button. Drink, Liz. Dave just forgot the glass there. Yeah. Dave just took a swig out the bottle. Well, now now that we're talking about Dave, um, I want to I want to short, sort of point out some of our best and worst regarding the uh, the iTunes shoutouts that we received. Really? Uh, Let's talk about Dave, the best and worst. Yeah, the best and worst. Dave is the best, <gasps> and Wild sometimes Jack. sometimes he's known for the worst. <laughs> oh, I feel like we need a Wookie roar right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so out of, uh, regarding iTunes shoutouts, all right, here, here's what we look like on iTunes right now. Out of 513 reviews on iTunes, 481 of them are five stars. Seven are four stars. 10 are three. Eight of them were two and seven were one stars. Um, now Dave, what is the, uh, please, please, uh, give us the, the most critical 
of our one-star reviews. The most critical comes from... I don't even know how to pronounce that. Godlands Gatan. Bless you. Um, <laughs> says, this was back from 2012. Yeah. I hope we got better since then. Says, great when talking about the game, but you guys sell t- tell so many bad jokes, so I get tired of listening. <laughs> really? I gotta remember that. Oh, it's like a knife in the heart. Yeah. We got, we got slant. Well, I mean, we've we th- can't kick if went off the show. He's leading it. <laughs> <laughs> and and our our most uh, favorable, Dave. Our most favorable comes from one eternal victory, because it was written in human words, mm-hmm. and that's actually from it's very recent. Uh, at the beginning of 2014 says. I quit playing Skyrim about a year ago due to spending too much time playing just this game. When I first started playing in, you know, 11, 11, 11, I subscribed to this podcast. I quit listening to the podcast the same time I put down the game because it only made me want to play more. I'm very pleased to see y'all are still going. I've started the game again and the podcast all from the beginning. I'm listening daily and play daily. The podcast is essential when playing the game, in my opinion. I look forward to getting up to speed again with both once more. Thanks, Varwin, Lou, Dave, and Shank. Great job. Aww. So we're enablers. We are. I was just <laughs> going to say, I don't see how that remedies the original problem. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that both of these still stand. Our jokes are horrible. We just laugh really hard at them to try to make up for it in tears. And uh, we're enablers. We we cause people's lives to be ripped. Do, do you remember when Avarwin started crying during, I think it was Cashby had sent in an email about how uh, he was, he, he this show was helping him get through his therapy because he had been injured? Yes. I remember that. And um, thank you again, Fred, for, for putting in... Uh, the extra character in your mod. I can't remember his name right now. Matthew Moat. Yes, yeah. Matthew Moat. This is very sweet. Yes, something else very special is going to be coming soon to that. Regarding Matthew Moat and the others, specifically. And Dave, if it'll make you feel any better, man, I put a pay gate in Skyrim for you. <laughs> you know what? I love that. For anyone who doesn't know, go download his mod, check the pay gate, it's beautiful. <laughs> and also, there's an, a new Imperial follower, too. Lord Premium the Collector. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And, and you can have him for free, as long as you buy Skyrim. Hey, could you make uh, um, Varwin's character a little less good-looking, a little bit more realistic? Yeah. Actually, I, I, his character, character is really good-looking. His character needs to be more good looking, just like Avarwin. Oh wow! Oh my god! Look at, at Dave. His, his character is actually modeled entirely after his in-game character. He sent me a screenshot before yeah. I put that. That is what, in. how he plays. Which, which I have to commend you, Avarwin. You make some hot characters. Now you, on the other hand, Liz, I went out of my way to make her as ugly as possible. Oh my god, she's pretty fugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's too overpowered, like for real. Well, uh, well, that's yeah. the ugliness. She gets a boost, or she, or her character just exploits the console system. So you know, yeah. there you go. Um, 
Lou, we haven't heard from you for a while. Uh, would you mind uh, shouting out these uh, these tweets that we've received regarding the 100 episode? Sure, and here are some tweets from Matt A. Longtime listener, first time caller. Best episode was Luca's first appearance. The chat was huge, plus she sang. From Robbie C. Super pumped for the show. Love the show, and may you have many more of them. From Clint B. You guys rock. Keep up the good work and see you on the battlefield. For the queen! <laughs> That's right. From Aaron H. Happy 100. I can't wait for episode 200. Neither can we. From Aralas. Uh, congrats on 100. Here is a flower at Shank the Tank as a thank you. Yeah. Oh, Aralas, if you can only see what Shank's been sending us all day. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, actually don't, but anyway. <laughs> From Gary. Wow. 100 episodes. Congrats, guys. Been with you since the beginning. Thanks for all the laughs and good times. Thank you, Gary. From Matthew. Congrats on making it to episode 100. You guys deserve it. From Jason R. Thanks. Two and a half years of great Elder Scrolls infotainment. Still get lost in Skyrim Weekly because of you guys. So does Shank. <laughs> from True OS. Congratulations. Better tell me what campaign you will be on so I can congratulate my blades. Hmm. Yes. Uh, we'll be sending Shank your way, okay? He'll be telling you where we are. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> from Steve. I have listened since day one when Dave was a guest host. Love the show and will always love it. Congrats, guys. From Adam L. I started watching Skyrim off the record at episode ten, and it's been a great feeling. Oh, it's been a great feeling, a part of this community. Congrats on one hundred. For Aeolus, for me, it was hearing about different play styles and guilds. Never would play Dark Brotherhood or Thieves without you. Mm-hmm. There you go. From Proscacho. When a person named Shank emailed the show, I was outraged. Yeah, so were we. <laughs> Well, that turned out. I love the outtakes and miss alternate Shank voice. Yeah, that means Shank. And from Cashby, the first at the Force DM blast of Go for It, Dave. Oh no, you got to do this one. I've never forced you, Lou, to do my DM Force. I always make someone else do it. Come oh, on, yeah, I got to get a, a, a Lou DM Force here. Oh, here it goes. Taking a big drink. Yeah, here we go. <clears throat> D-I-E-N Oh, he didn't tell you, Lou, before the show he changed to Dad Dave Adams. cigarette after that one. That was good. That was great. Now all of a sudden you're going to hear... No, no, Louis, Louis, not here. No. Yes. No. Everything okay? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Here's some fun facts. We're gonna go through this uh, one one after the other. The show started with three hosts: Joe Wilson, Louis Olan, and myself. Uh, Dave's first episode was number twelve, Pew Pew. Uh, he also appeared on episode sixteen as a guest again, and was hired on air by Joe, who called from California. And this also marked my first episode hosting the show ever. Uh, halfway through every episode, we used to feature a full-length musical interlude. 
Our first one from episode one, The Thanes, The Dragonborn Comes by a very unknown Maluka. Uh, we also once did a special episode of all of our outtakes. ESO was announced on April 4th, 2012. The next day we did a special episode, 22.9, Elder Scrolls Online. It was also the first show to feature Joe Bradford as the only QGN reporter. He would soon become the news director and lead a team of over eight reporters reporting facts about Elder Scrolls, Star Wars Yo Republic, Rift, and general gaming as well. Uh, episode 23 was the episode we changed the name from Skyrim Off the Record to Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Uh, the name change allowed us to cover not only all breaking news on Elder Scrolls Online, but to go back and talk about the entire Elder Scrolls series. Episode 43, recorded on October 26, 2012, featured our first hands-on look at Elder Scrolls Online. We had the privilege of being one of the first people outside of Zenimax to play the game. Episode 45 was Shank's first episode of the podcast. He was officially announced as a host on episode 50. The show has received over 2,000 emails in total. We have changed our theme three different times. Joe's last episode was episode 87, Character Creation. Every host of this show was once a listener and were all fans of Skyrim. For a brief time, we recorded the show using Google Hangouts. Uh, we, were, we were once available on the Zoom Marketplace. You can now hear us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, YouTube, and we've moved our live show from live stream and now stream our show in Twitch, Hitbox, and YouTube. We started doing the show live from the second episode and did it early in the morning at 10 a.m. on Wednesdays. The Elder Scroll Lose Lore segment began on episode 9, Fatherland, and featured Skyrim, Home of the Nords. There wasn't an official bumper until episode 10, A Mistress Called LeBeau, where Lou presented the Dwimmer. And on episode 9, that was our first uh, which was the, the first we had a roundtable discussion topic called The Bannered Mayor. Now, we don't have the segment anymore featured on a show, but the show has evolved to a roundtable format, and that's a result of this old segment. Officially, its final episode was on episode 39, Elder Scrolls Online Awesome Hour. Uh, here are some of the things that we felt were, uh, were honors to, to us. Uh, we had interviewed Maluka, Matt Grandstaff, Pete Hines, and most of the ESO dev team, including Matt Fire, Paul Sage, Nick Conkle, and Brian Wheeler. Uh, the only We were the only podcast to be featured on ElderScrolls.com's community page alongside community staples and 20-year standing sites like the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, the Imperial Library, yes. Planet Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls Nexus, and Skyrim Wiki. And we worked very hard to create ESO Alliance, which also which has allowed us to to work closely with leaders in the Elder Scrolls community on a regular basis. All right. Um, so those are some of our honors. Those are some of our memories. Um, I hope you've enjoyed that. Uh, I guess you know some of our final thoughts on on some of those memories. And then we've got something to give away, guys. Oh yeah. 
So, so Fred, what, uh, what's some of your final thoughts on those memories? Well, my final thought is the show's been running so long. I think we should hold the giveaway till next week. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou, what the contest is? Psych. <laughs> oh, and I don't want Shank back. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, uh, what, what do you think, Lou? What's some of your final thoughts on that? Oh man, you know what? It, it's great that we we brought all these memories, and honestly, I can't ever just focus on one because I think uh, I, I'm not just speaking everyone, but I think every episode we do together has always been my favorite because I always enjoy coming here. You know, sure. I look forward to this every week. So, uh, Shank, final memory. You know, just looking back on my my tenure in history here with you guys and. Meeting Maluka and interviewing her for the that was a dream come true, man. That was amazing. Uh, that's it's pretty mm-hmm. awesome, Dave. <clears throat> Honestly, this podcast being on it has helped me through a lot of crap over the years. I mean, all of this podcasting from from even before uh, this one show, but really, this show is what made it take off. It, it helped me work through a lot of crap. Mm. And I, I owe y'all a debt for it. I really do. Yeah, you do. Except for Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. And Liz. Uh, this actually just reminded me, I've been podcasting longer than all of you guys. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, but we do good podcasts, Liz. Yeah, you oh, do podcasts for God, listeners. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. <laughs> no, I'm 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 still amazed that you actually asked me to be even on this one. I'm just wow, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Why would we leave you out? You're you're sort of the ESOTR uh, mother. Well, Liz is, <laughs> Liz is the C team. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <sighs> we even brought in the B team for this one, Liz. How about Shank? I'm never ever bringing you Skittles, so never ask me again. How about that? What? That's I'm okay with that because wow. of your epic song. <laughs> <laughs> so all is forgiven. And, <laughs> and the shoe hath dropped. <laughs> what um, about you, man? Jeez. Well, look, I mean, you know, 100 episodes of, of this. Um, I love this show so much. And um, being able to, to, to lead it, to write it, um, has been just such a an unbelievable experience. Um, it, it has, it's opened my eyes being doing this show has opened my eyes to, to uh, the elder scroll series, which honestly, if I wasn't doing this show, I don't think I would have, I would have looked as deeply into it as I have. And as a result of the elder scroll series, I don't think I would have taken um, the, the show and podcasting as as seriously as I do. I I love both and this this show is is amazing. Um at the same time I feel like uh, it, I feel like the show has become a sit down and a hangout for everyone here where we we sort of present something that we love but we talk with our friends. And I I really feel like I've built long lasting bonds with everyone here on the show and with QGN. Um, you guys are my friends, and I I just adore every every minute of 
of these these uh, 100 episodes that that we've done together and i feel like we've only gotten better and we've got a very bright and long future ahead of us i mean the first 100 episodes is fantastic but i i, I don't see us quitting anytime soon and i i've said it before and i'll say it again as long as this show is popular and we have people out there that want to hear us we're going to serve our community and um i don't I, I f- I'm just more attached and more passionate about this and Elder Scrolls after 100 episodes, and I see us going on for years and years and years to come, literally. Um, with with Elder Scrolls Online, with you know, uh, with Elder Scrolls Six, with Elder Scrolls Seven, you know, I, I just see us continuing on, and I don't see any reason to stop whatsoever. Uh, so so thank you to to you guys who have helped me. Um, put this this thing to where it is, I guess. Um, thank you for for being my friend, for for hanging out with me. Uh, thank you for supporting all of the things that that I I've had to do. Um, thank you to the community for showing up, for giving us all of your support. You know, we get a lot of a lot of hate sometimes regarding certain things in 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 the game um and hearing the negativity sucks but then we've got an overwhelming amount of positivity and it just drowns everything out and it's like you know yeah this is this is why we do this because we really are helping to build a community and that's the greatest honor out of all of this to actually stand apart and say there's this 20-year game history uh, called the Elder Scrolls, and at some point in that history, um, I helped to put together um, a a community within that 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 supports each other is an unbelievable honor. And you know, we all did it together. And without you know the listener support, we wouldn't be here. And certainly without you guys, uh, we wouldn't be here you know, the, the hosts on the show, we wouldn't be here. And that's why Fred and Liz are here as well, because, you know, you guys have helped us just as much as we've helped each other. So, so big thanks all around. Well said, man. I feel like right now you should be queuing up that song. Thank you for being a friend. (laughs) (laughs) How about, how would you, things just keep getting. No. No. Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) Or the Swotor version. Things just keep getting worse. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, you've been very patient with us. And uh, as we went down our our very long memory lane, and if we're going to do anything here, it's it's going to be long and and entertaining. And hopefully we've entertained you. But we've got the best thing coming. And that is the ESOTR 100 Episodes Contest Giveaway. You've tweeted and followed us on Twitter and liked us on Facebook. And then we entered, and then you were entered into the running for a free copy of the Elder Scrolls Anthology provided by our friends at ESOLodge.com. Over 1,500 of you have weighed in, and the winner is Ralph Legault, who entered by liking us on Facebook. So Yes, that's my other account. Ralph <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Legault. Hopefully I'm saying your name right, sir. Um, we have your email. I'm going to email you, and we're going to uh, connect and uh, get that sent out to you. 
but wait, we have a surprise for you. Well, ESOLodge.com has at the very last minute decided to not give away not just one, but two copies what? of the Elder <gasps> Scrolls Anthology. That's right. Additionally, we're throwing in Liz. We're throwing in another copy. <laughs> but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. So, so yes, Ralph Legault, you have won by liking us on Facebook, but the second winner of the ESOTR 100 Episodes Contest Giveaway brought to you by ESOLodge.com is... Owen Kennedy, or Kenny, rather. <laughs> Owen Kenny. <laughs> Come on down. Dude. Come on down. <laughs> I was going to say, damn, Kennedys get everything. <laughs> Owen Kennedy, who entered by following us at Elder Scrolls OTR on Twitter. Uh, now we're going to, uh, and, and uh, Mr. Uh, Owen Kenny, we, we have your email as well, and we'll be in touch right after the show so we can sort of sync up and, you know, uh, see how we can send these these copies of Elder Scrolls Anthology out to you. Well, um, we've got uh, the crafting table, um, which we're going to, yeah. We're going to do <gasps> in, in just a minute. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like out of it. Uh, we're gonna, we've got the crafting table. We've got the Elder Scroll. We've got a couple of emails. Um, like I said, it's a long show, but first... We want to just thank TweakedAudio.com uh, for sponsoring our show in part today. Uh, they make quality earbuds. They'll ship it to you free worldwide. doesn't matter where you are. They've got fantastic customer service with a lifetime warranty. All you need to do to access all of that is to put our code in off the record, all one word. You get 30% off your order. So if you want to buy unbelievable headphones that give you supreme audio quality, durable headphones, Free worldwide shipping, great customer service, right? Anything goes wrong with these things, unlock that lifetime warranty, call them up, and they will send you a new pair for free. And you get 30% off their price at tweakedaudio.com. Off the record, all one word, that's your key to unlocking all of those great incentives for some earbuds that you wouldn't believe how awesome they sound. Tweakedaudio.com, tweakedaudio.com, tweakedaudio.com. Let's uh let's switch things up a little bit tonight. All right. Lou. Lou's lore, The Elder Scroll Episode 100 edition out to you, my friend. Thank you very much, kind sir. And as Javar mentioned at the top of the episode, we're going to cover some more mythical weapons of Tamriel. And this is part 1. Because when I started doing the research on this, I realized there's a whole bleep load of weapons and artifacts in the lore that we can cover. So, myth, hoax, who knows? These are artifacts and weapons through the millennia. Now, some of these you may have heard of before in the other games. But here is a little quick comprehensive list of some of them. And the first item, or the artifact, is the Lord's Mail. Okay. Now, Lord's Mail, which is also called the Armor of Morahouse, or the Gift of Kinnereth, is an artifact given to mortals by Kinnereth, one of the eight divines. Right? It is an ancient, plated mithril cuirass of unsurpassable quality, considered to be heavy armor. It grants the wearer power to absorb or regenerate health, resist the effects of spells, and cure poison. It is said that whenever Kinnereth deigns the wearer unworthy, the Lord's Mail will be taken away and hidden for the next chosen one. 
The mail was originally owned during the Marathic era by the Bull Mora House, a demigod and early cultural hero of the Syro Nordics who was closely associated with Kinnereth. The Kinnereth is, is sacred to the Imperial Legion and the Imperial Cult and is accepted as uniform in the Legion. Kinnereth was uncovered by the Eternal Champion during the Imperial Simulacrum in either Skyrim or Black Marsh. In the events leading up to the warp in the West, a clue to the artifact's location was discovered by a witch living in the Illic Bay region. In return for kidnapping the witch's great-granddaughter to become the witch's successor, she revealed the clue to a questing member of a knightly order who retrieved it from the dungeon where it lay. Hmm. Later in the Third Era, the mail came to the possession of the Imperial Legion. It was stored in a shrine in Castle Ebenhart, the seat of Imperial Authority on Vardenfell. In the Third Era, year 427, the cuirass was stolen by Furius Stilius, a member of the Legion, who then deserted and fled into the underground cave network beneath Ebenhart. A knight protector of the Legion recovered the cuirass and gave it to Varus Antinius, the knight of the Imperial Dragon on Vardenfell. The knight protector later challenged Ventinius for the title of knight of the Imperial Dragon. The two dueled in the arena of Ivic, and Ventinius was slain. The victor then claimed the Lord's Mail. Later that year, the cuirass was sold to Taras Aram, who put it on display in a museum of artifacts in Mournhold. The Warlock's Ring This ring is an artifact originally owned by the Archmage Sirban, an Admiral god ancestor. In appearance, it is a ring with a large gemstone, either red or green in color. It is best known for its ability to reflect spells cast at its wearer and to fortify the wearer's speed and health though it may have additional powers. These magical effects are sometimes named Shalador's Mirror and Feet of Notorgo. It is not necessary to wear the ring to benefit from its magic. In the late First Era, Serbane traditionally used the ring to save many from the Thracian Plague. Because of this, he is attributed with helping to save the entire continent of Tamriel. The ring has passed hands many times, helping adventurers to reach their goals. No one may possess the ring for long, as it is said the ring is Serbian's alone to command. <clears throat> the Warlock's ring was uncovered by Eternal Champion during the Imperial Simulacrum in either Morrowind or elsewhere. Reports vary. Sometime in the Third Era, the ring was taken from a wizard by the Mage's Guild. In death, the wizard's spirit remained bound to Nern, until one of his descendants sent an adventurer to recover the ring from the Mage's Guild. A fake copy of the ring also appeared in Elak Bay, before the events of the Warp in the West. It was created by a mage in an attempt to bribe an agent of Nocturnal who has been sent to assassinate him. The fake ring functioned identically to the true artifact, but after several days it crumbled to dust. The ring later came into the possession of Magnesson Vecinia, a blade's operative. Vecinia offered the ring as payment in return for the totem of Tyre Septim which would give the Empire control of the Numidium. Due to the warp in the West, it is unknown of what became of the ring. The ring resurfaced several years later in the possession of Vindemea Drethat, a powerful sorceress who lived in a cave on an island off the shore of Vardenfell, along Azur's coast. News of this reached the Mage's Guild, and in the Third Era, year 427, Drethan was killed by the Nerevarine, who then claimed the ring. Later that year, the Nerevarine sold the ring to Taras Aram, who put it on display in a museum of artifacts in Mornhold.
Scourge. The Scourge, also known as McCann's Hammer, Bane of Daedra, the Daedric Scourge, or Scourge, Blessed of Malakath, is a legendary Daedric artifact. It was forged from sacred ebony in the fires or fountains of Fickledire, and is associated with Malakath. It is a fierce weapon, and takes the form of a steel or ebony mace. Malakath dedicated it to mortals, and any Daedra who attempts to invoke its power will be banished to the Void. It also has the ability to banish them to the Void with a single blow, and can conjure Daedra such as Jamara and Scamps from Oblivion to do the Wheeler's bidding. It has been described as a bold defender of the Friendless, which could be related to Malakath's role as the Daedric Prince of Outcasts. Scourge was once used by McCann, who banished many of Mehrun Dagon's minions with it. The mace eventually came into the possession of the Third Empire and was hung in the armory of the Battle Spire. The Shadow Legion used it against the Daedra Lords in the name of the Emperor. In the aftermath of Dagon's invasion of the Battle Spire during the Imperial Simulacrum, the hidden mace was recovered from the creative section of the Battle Spire by a Battle Mage apprentice and used to help fight back against the retreating Daedric forces. Scourge survived the ensuing destruction of the Battle Spire and was returned to Tamriel. It now wanders a land with adventurers. The mace once came into possession of Devaith Fir, who kept it in Telfair, a Telvanni wizard tower in Marwyn's Zephyrable Bay. The Nervarine supposedly liberated the weapon from Greer's collection in the third hour, year 427. And this ends part one of today's lore segment. Alright, tune in next week as we continue our look into the more of uh, you know weapons and artifacts of Tamriel. If you enjoyed tonight's lore segment, I just, you know, I want to say as well, thank you to the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages, the Elder Scrolls wiki, and the Imperial Library for all the information they have out there. Take a look at all those sites, folks. If you like to enjoy as much as I do, you will never be disappointed. And this weekend, Tamrielic holidays was Day of Release, Sun's Dawn the 8th. The people of Glenumbra Moors may be the only people to remember or care about the battle between Aiden Durini and the Alessian army in the First Era. They celebrated vigorously on the Day of Release. And Heart's Day, Sun's Dawn the 16th. Today is the 16th of Sun's Dawn, a holiday celebrated all over Tamriel as Heart's Day. It seems that in every house, the legend of the lovers is being sung for the younger generation. In honor of these lovers, Polydor and Elosa, the inns of the city, offer a free room for visitors. If such kindness has been given to the lovers, it is said it would always be springtime in the world. In Daggerfall, this is the summoning day for Sanguine. Uh, well, those of you out there have, have written us uh, your, your emails congratulating us on 100 episodes. And uh, let's, I guess, go around the stream here, starting with Fred uh, with our first email. Thing about that, it crashed. Oh, okay. All right, no problem. You know, that happens. Uh, uh, Lou, what about you? Okay. First email. Let's see. Hang on. Scroll down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you SOTR crew. Scotty D here. Scotty, Scotty D! D. <laughs> 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 and I wanted to bring up an awesome thing you guys did way back in episode one of Skyrim Off the Record. Seeing as you are approaching episode 100... 
I decided I wanted to go back and listen to episode one to remember the <clears throat> humble roots this show had. And 22 minutes and 20 seconds in, that's all it took. That's all the time you needed. You all stumbled upon what is quite possibly the single most important prediction that QGN has ever made in gaming. That the Elder Scrolls series should be made into an MMO. <laughs> Attached is the clip I took from that episode. Enjoy the nostalgia and bask in the warm glow of excellence and knowing that you were right on the money from right from the beginning. Enjoy, and as always, Defiance guide you. Scotty! <laughs> Thanks, Scotty. And uh, we appreciate you going back. It, it really is a, uh, a classic moment, uh, for, for sure. All right, uh, Dave, what about you in our next email? Um, I don't think I'm mentioned in the next email, but thanks for asking. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> really asking you to read it. So oh, you want me to read it? <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> dear, dear ESOTR, this comes from Alex S. Dear ESOTR, first off, congrats on reaching your 100th episode. I first noticed you in the summer of 2012, I think, and when I was hearing rumors of a new ES game. I found your website and thought it was worth checking out, this tiny group of podcasters. I found your special episode ESO event, did not like you that much the first time. The second episode that I listened to sold you guys for me. And now you are hands down my favorite podcasters, and I thank you for the hours of excitement you guys have given me. Thank you so much, Alex S. P.S. Too Bad Shank is not getting ESO on PC. I was looking forward to shooting him with arrows over and over and over <laughs> and over. I'm not, I'm reading verbatim, by the way. Indeed. Well, see, I mean, that, this just plays to my playstyle because I bravely ran away so hard, I actually ran away to a different platform. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Yeah. That pretty was good. pretty good. It is ironic, though, that your name is Shank the Tank, and you really don't tank anything. You run away. Like yeah, that he's was Shank or Tank. Dude, yeah, that was a college nickname. That has absolutely nothing to do with my ES, my general playstyle of bravely running away of everything. <laughs> Should be known as Shank the Sprinter. Yeah, well, there you go. I did or, sprint in uh, high school, so that's a little bit. Or, or the part a lot of time tanked. <laughs> Shank the tanked. <laughs> and, and speaking of Shank the tanked, uh, please, our next email, sir. All right, because people were asking for this ever since I did it at the top of the show. But <clears throat> dear ESOTR, hey, it's oh, Jack A again. I have been listening since episode 60 and have spent hours in Skyrim with my earbuds underneath my gaming headset listening to all your podcasts. I was crushed when it hit me that I ran out of podcasts, but then I found your Twitch channel. <laughs> listening to you guys every week is awesome. Please keep up the amazing work, Jack A, a.k.a. Cotton. That gets creepier every time I hear that. No, I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, uh, whatever, it, Shane, whatever, whatever. Hi, Janine. How are you? Oh, no, 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 no. No, Janine. Okay, Janine. No, no, no. We need to hear the other one. See, he was born that way. Oh, God, yeah. We need Bane to read one now. I'm so confused. <laughs> I have no idea Where what's going Where is the Batman? <laughs> oh, holy God. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so our, our next email is from Aiden, and he says, Hey, guys, just wondering if you will be starting a guild anytime soon and when players can apply for officership. I know Dave said he would be issuing a statement soon, but just wanted to see for myself. Thanks, Aiden. Um, that conversation is going to be happening within the next week or two within, uh, all of the people on the show who are, are, we led the, we were the officers for the Rift Guild when that was going on. Uh, and I think that's at least to start off until we know what's happening. Officers are probably going to be the people from the show. Hmm. Okay. So in a couple of weeks. Stay tuned. We'll be uh, we'll be talking about it on the show. Yep. And this one is from Dave MG who says, "Hey guys, congrats on your hundredth episode tonight. You guys do an awesome job, and we really appreciate all you guys do with the articles, streams, news, YouTube videos, gaming reviews. You guys made an awesome community here, Dave MG. Well, that's it, guys. That's that's one hundred episodes. Well, now you can have another hundred to try again." Indeed. <laughs> and, and, One of these and days we'll get it right. <laughs> maybe actually get it right. Uh, obviously, this is a very, very long show. Um, thank you, everyone who, who you know was here today and stuck it out with us. Thank you to the chat room. Uh, you guys are great. Thanks for sticking it out. Also, uh, I just want to let you know that uh, this, uh, this will be coming out. Uh, not not tonight, but tomorrow. Unfortunately, it's, it's gone on so so long that... I won't be able to edit it tonight, but uh, rest assured, I will. I will put it together tomorrow for you, and it'll be available uh, for for Saturday. Um, unfortunately, not for Friday, so I, I do apologize for that. Um, but it will be there. Um, do we have final thoughts? Do we feel like we gave our final thoughts earlier? I can't wait to get me another pair of Tweetado earbuds for doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got some, man. I think Lou has well, I, I never received the pair that I was supposed to because they're still in Evarwin's pocket. Yeah, the ones that, that I got out of Evarwin's pocket that mm. he gave me in person because he's too lazy to send me. Yeah, um, actually they have already the... broken, and I just have yet to call in to have them replaced. Oh, you got to call in and get them replaced, man. I free, yeah, but lazy. Mm, right, yeah, and those things don't mix. Tell me about it. <laughs> Anyone else? Any final thoughts? Off the well, record at checkout, save 30%. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Bottom of the show, type of the Q- top of the QGN community segment. Check up on the latest and greatest in Elder Scrolls news, general gaming, and how to join our wonderful growing community at elderscrollsoffthericord.com. Or if you'd like, email our show at elderscrollsoffthericord at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Elder Scrolls OTR. I'm Avarwin, and you may follow me at Avarwin. That's E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lou is at GamerGuy11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y-11B. And Dave is at D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. Shank is at ShankTank, S-H-A-N-K-T-H, who cares? Liz, you can follow her yes. at mistress <laughs> underscore LeBeau, M-I-S-T-R-E-S-S underscore L-E-B-E-A-U. And Fred can be found at Sith Lord Corv. That's K-O-R-V. And Shank is at Shank the Tank, S-H-A-N-K-T-H, 
T-A-N-K. And Good thing you corrected that, sir. I was about to come after you now. <laughs> My God. Is there any, like, racial group we haven't offended this episode? Um, oh, no, Beats. We may uh, have, we may not have offended Argonians yet, actually. God, Argonians <laughs> suck. Can we just have a minute to talk about how bad Argonians suck? QuestGamingNetwork.com. You can donate to our shows. <laughs> but you can get everything that we do here at QuestGamingNetwork.com. You can also donate to our shows there as well. $10 will get you a special mention. You can find that on the right-hand side of the website. Just scroll on down, click on the Donate button. Anything is appreciated. $10 will get you that special mention. And please, if you do decide to be so generous, uh, do not forget which show on Quest Gaming Network you would like to have your mention shouted out on. Uh, Like Classic Elder Scrolls Night, which is Fridays at 9 p.m., Community Game Night is at Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern as well. Rift Off the Record is recorded Sundays at 7 p.m. And follow them at Rift OTR. Uh, totally Heroes is at uh, is on Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern. You can follow them at Totally Heroes. Root. And Swotori Forged is on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can follow them at Swotor Reforged. Most of the time. Our forums, if you'd like to join in on the discussion on our forums, you can do that at Quest Gaming Network, QuestGamingCommunity.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash QuestGamingNetwork. Follow us on Google Plus at Google.com slash plus sign QuestGamingNetwork. And all hate mail can be sent to Fred. I welcome that. You can send me all your hate mail to Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. <laughs> And I promise you, I won't reply to any of you because what you think doesn't matter to me at all. Uh, what a great way to close! I love the show you, Fred, up, man. It's amazing. <laughs> Check out all our our gaming videos. How derailed. To, horribly derailed. Check out all of our gaming videos, how-to guides, and podcasts live at Twitch.tv/QuestGamingNetwork, or check out any that you may have missed. At youtube.com slash quest gaming network. Historian fact the very first time Ivorwin admitted that he'd been derailed was episode number two. Here's a story of a guy derailing. <laughs> this is the podcast that never ends. Goes on and on, my friends. One <laughs> day we hit the record button and we didn't know what to say, so we kept talking and it seemed like all day. Elder Scrolls Off the Records, a Quest Gaming Network production in association with the Middle Earth Network. It's time to say goodbye and let's give the honor first to our hosts, starting with Liz. Um, goodbye, everybody, and if you want me to do more stuff, you could buy it from me. <laughs> uh, okay, and Fred? Food for thought, everyone. Episode 200, we should be talking about Elder Scrolls 6. Night, everyone. Very good. I like that. Uh, Lou. I want to say thank you to all the hosts here and thank you to our community for a great 100 episodes. Looking forward to another 100 more and 100 more after that and keep going. Dave. For those of you listening straight through the episodes, you've heard the best. Now hear the rest. Coming up, episode 101. <laughs> Shank. Good night, my children. I shall see you in your sleep tonight.
Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to refrain from commenting for sake of seeming like the couch guy. (laughs) Well, take care, everyone. Be safe. Thank you for hanging out with us for 100 episodes. Here's to 500 more, and may the foose be with you! Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, kind of, sort of pre-birthday-ish present kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, when's your birthday? March third. Oh, only losers have birthdays in March. You have a birthday hey, in March. Don't you, you have a birthday. A in little March. bit. <laughs> Chianti or Merlot? Merlot, son. Merlot, man. All right, Jesus, man. Get off a meal for you. Look at Chianti. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and a nice Chianti. <laughs> exactly. If I shut off my camera, my like little thing is still there for you to screen region, right? Let's say no and come back. Okay, then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Get ourselves a little Louis Olan up on here. <laughs> do, 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 do. Awkward moment. Let's start singing. That's a great idea. Let's sing about Louis Dude, Olan. You can see Shank just walking around the house upstairs. It's pretty hysterical. Check him out. He's like Aldwin. Food. Output. You, Shank. Food. Uh, Liz, you gonna help me watch the chat room while we while we chit chat? Liz, she's gone, dude. She left. Liz, she bounced. Liz. She bounced. Liz, she's gone. Liz, she doesn't want to Liz. talk to you. Liz, I won't talk to you either. Liz, Liz. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the hundredth episode special of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. To start the show off, here's all your Elder Scrolls favorites in a little medley. Enjoy.
Well, the fans asked for it, and even though Ivarwin told me no, I know in his heart he meant yes. So a couple of QGN hosts from other shows on the network got together, and we decided to fulfill your wishes. So here you go, guys. You are welcome. We're going to start this one off to a dedication to the hosts. Our first host, Ivarwin, the paladin Yankee with a big heart, a bigger accent, and a little sword. This one's for you. Master Lou, these ones are for you. Thank you for what you do. Dawnbreaker, Malik Bog, Wimmer, Ruins, Dragon Wolf, Maron's Razor, Yalbagruff, Arrow in the Knee. Tiber, Septim, Zenithar, Juliana, Stenda, Cheragorath, Mountain Flower, Skyrim will be free. Emperor and Cyrodiil, Catapults upon the Hill, Vivikin, Bardenfell, Alakir and Hammerfell, Daggerfall, High King, Altmer got a new queen, Man and Marcos, Necromancers for the fate of Tamriel. We didn't kill the Dwemer, their fire's always burning since the gears are turning. We didn't kill the Dwemer, they might still be hiding while the world is fighting. His first Ovakeen was a battle mage. With magic to rely on His next king fought with orcish rage And stole a horse to ride on To ride on Level 16, going on 17 It's time that Luri rolled it might be neat to play a Khajiit and hire an armored troll. Dean, before my dedication to you, Brian Armstrong was to say something in his own special way. When I was young, like right around level one, we picked Nernroot just for fun. Those days are done Living alone I miss you more than you could know But when I look for you Gonna be all by myself. I miss Dave. You were my bro. With you, I was never insecure. We go fishing all through the day. But you lost your way. 
Now, believe it or not, Elder Scrolls Off the Record isn't about the hosts. It's about the people of Nern. And so a few of them have stopped by to tell us exactly what it's like to be a citizen of Tamriel. Some boys roleplay, some boys crochet, that's alright with me. But if they play an Argonian, I just walk away. They can beg and they can plead, but they can't get with me. Cause the boy who plays Imperial gets to play with me. Cause we are living in an Imperial world, and I am an Imperial girl. You know that we are living in an Imperial world, and I am an Imperial girl. There's a grief that can't be spoken And there's a heist that's all but done Empty gems and empty pockets Now my luck is all but gone It was right there for the taking but he felt my clumsy hand Then he sounded for the guardsmen And escape was all I had Oh my friends, my friends forgive me That our fortunes are relayed there's a grief that can't be spoken There's a debt that's gone unpaid Phantom faces in the window Phantom shadows on the floor Nocturnal's men are all around me They are blocking the door. Oh, my friends, my friends, don't ask me what I had to steal it for. Empty gems in empty pockets. 
Now my luck shall be no Bed and I stumble to the kitchen, pull myself a dread of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Suit up the armor that I look best in. Out on the road, it's time to go questing. I'm Dover King, killing mobs with Fusroda. Shouting Fusroda, what a way to make a killing. Watch her. Hawker fly, who was sitting there a chilling till I said bye bye, and he never saw what hit him. It's an oral skill, and that ain't a euphemism. Fusroda, yeah, for septums and some potions. You would think that I would deserve a guild promotion. Want to move ahead, but Brynjolf won't seem to let me. I swear sometimes Carlyle's out to get me. They let you join if you ain't a slacker. Meet Sapphire, then you wanna smacker. Then you've got things you're told to steal away. In the same boat with the rest of your guild, waiting for the day the job is fulfilled. But the tide's gonna turn when it's lights out for Mercer Frey. Buddy, you're annoyed with a big voice hunting in the rift. Gonna be a big girl someday. You got pain on your face. You're no disgrace. Swinging your axe all over the place. We will, we will smite you. Come on, sing it. We will, we will smite you. I heard about you. And your honeyed words. My cousin's out fighting dragons, and what do I get? God do to me. I need to ask you to stop all that shouting. I consider myself a brave soldier too, who was once like you. Another host isn't there. Damn it, Shank. When I'm sneaking, well I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's sneaking behind you. When I'm thieving, well I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's stealing gold from you. 
Went on scuba, went on scuba. Well, I know no, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's tripping next to you. And when I haggle, when I haggle, well, I know no, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's haggling with you. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to peace out and parkour. Oh, God, why am I wasting my time doing a song for Shank? It's not Kesha. He has no idea what it is. So congratulations on 100 episodes, Elder Scrolls Off the Record, from me, Mistress Laveau, and my fellow QGN hosts, Brian Armstrong, Rob Perks, and Bradford. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. Fusel down! <laughs>